I can see. But yeah, so welcome to Real Talk with the boys. I'm D. I'll let everybody introduce themselves. This is your boy, Sir Lucius Left Foot. What's going on, TV Land? <laughs> this is your boy, Key, man. What's going on? What's going on? So we got our first episode, episode one. Got to get it cracking, you know what I'm saying? So we'll talk about some sports, a little bit of real life, a little bit of everything, you know? So every Saturday, check in. We'll probably uh, switch it up, but you know, let's jump into it. So. I know everybody probably watched the last dance and uh there's been a lot of debate about Jordan and LeBron. So let's uh let's kick it off with the, the Jordan versus LeBron takes. How y'all boys feel on who the who the GOAT is right now? You know, I feel like Jordan the GOAT. I, 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 that's, I feel like unfortunately Jordan gonna be the GOAT. It's really just mentality, you know. We all know Bron, uh, Bron is obviously the most athletic gifted basketball player that ever touched the floor. But there's no mentally strong basketball player ever to touch for the Michael Jordan. It's never will be yeah. popular. Yeah, and then a lot of that I think is because the generation we growing up in, everybody in this generation watching LeBron, of course. But we didn't really get to watch Jordan like that. I mean, unless you grew up, you know, in the eighties or whatever, late eighties, that was your prime of Jordan. Yeah, I'm 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 fifty fifty. I, I I give a slight edge to LeBron just for the fact that I feel like uh, in Jordan's day he didn't really have as much wing competition as um, as LeBron does. So like take the take the finals against Charles Barkley for example. Um, the best player on the floor for the other team was Charles Barkley, um, as opposed to LeBron who went up against Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, um, you know. The, the Clay Thompson and Steph Curry in the in the final. So I feel like as far as the wing talent that he went up against and Jordan won it against he did win it against Magic. Uh, but that, that was kind of on the back end of Magic's uh, you know, at, on their run of their ride of, of, of the prime time. Yeah, Magic. that was the door and was coming but, in. Magic exactly. Was it was kind of that exchange of, of the power. I, just, I feel like he never went against anybody that matched him on the wing. Um, again, I could take another example, Clyde Drexler. Clyde Drexler, he looked at Clyde Drexler like a peon. But, basically. I, but, I mean, he had, he had. but from the from the, from the era he played where there are truly that many more dominant shooting guards in the league, actually at that point, I mean, just, I, mean I know you say he didn't play, he didn't really face anybody, he didn't have anything to face. Does that make sense? I feel yeah. like the greatness in the Jordan situation, he was clutch, bro, too many times, bro, and completely dominated yeah. when he did touch the floor, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes it so fun where you can't really match him because nobody, you know, besides you could probably see a Kobe Till type of standard, really match him, especially in the playoffs. Like, yeah. he ain't never seen a game seven before. Like, think about that. He never saw a game seven in any of his yeah. playoff series that he went in. Like, that shit crazy. Because yeah. when it comes down to it, I want Jordan taking that shot. LeBron, I feel like he need that cold soup. He got to make the pass. Me, he got to make the pass in my offense. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Bro, I got to make the pass. Got to make. Then at the free throw line, I don't want him at the line. I don't I'm want him at the line. The last two I'm minutes, right, I don't want LeBron at the line. <laughs> I mean, I can go for that, too. I can yeah. go for that. But he does, I feel like if you look at it, though, he does have a lot of clutch moments, too. Like, what was that, two years ago against uh, Toronto over Pascal Siakam? Um, against my Magic in, uh, I think that was 09, Eastern Conference Finals. 
hit a big shot against us. He don't hit that shot. He, he probably sweep. I about to say you can you can go back to when he beat my Bulls when Derrick Rose hit the one in Game Three. Then he came back and hit the, yeah. uh, the one I think the game two games later to, to finish us. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, oh, bro, Dang, like, what what he hit the clutch. He hit the clutch back to back threes to overcome the Celtics. Yeah, how about or that game six? 2011 to 2012, one of them years when he couldn't get over the hump. He got yeah. over. Or even what was that game five? Was that game five or game six against y'all, Kivas, where he went crazy, where he stopped smiling and was uh? Oh yeah, 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 the love. Kind of blacked out. Oh yeah, He went crazy on this day. Yeah, he went crazy. He, he hit the 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 the, the mean broad. That's what he went into that, that, age, that train. That actually, I think was I don't know. If that was elimination game. It was, I think yeah. was up in that series though. Yeah, y'all. Well, I think it was three two at that point. Yeah, he brought it back to Miami for him, man. Yeah. They went crazy in Miami. Yeah. Braun definitely has his own type of greatness. You feel me? I feel like at this point, yeah. key, even with the, the the death of Kobe kind of made us realize everybody got their own type of greatness. You feel me? Yeah. Right, of course, right. LeBron not going to match the type of greatness Jordan had. You feel me? We ain't going to sit there and disrespect LeBron James. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's just, it's just a type of situation. But, you know. We ask we all answer the question. We taking that last shot. Of course, we want Jordan to take that last shot. That's all I'm saying. So that might make the that might yeah, make the decision. I can feel like that. I can feel it. I just feel like LeBron is the, the one basketball player that I don't think uh, you would ever see again. I feel like Jordan's. I feel like we got to see Jordan's skill set. Nah, you're right. I can see Kobe. So we got to see a lot of. We got to see that that recreation of of of, uh, of Jordan Back. and Kobe. We can never really see it again. From anybody else, from LeBron, because he he does so many things great that it's hard to you know he's bigger, faster, stronger. He's his court vision is second to none. He can he can make any pass on the court. I mean, you know, it's, it's I see what you're saying. No, yes, granted, granted, he he got better as a shooter. He wasn't that wasn't always his strength, but for the most part, he never really had any weaknesses. And he came in. And another point I saw somebody make was um, he never had a great coach. So if you look at if you look at uh, Michael Jordan for example, we had Dean Smith in college, and then he leave college and come. He had uh, what was the coach? Uh, I mean, Spo Spo ain't no slouch though. But that was Spo's first. Spo was a rookie head coach though. Huh? Said, but Spo was a rookie head coach. Yeah, he was. He was. Because if you remember, at some point, people were like, as sooner or later, Spo go get fired, and Pat Riley go take over the team. That was yeah. The, that was the. The, the assumption everybody made that, that you know, eventually Pat yeah. Riley will come down from the box and be like, I got this shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. And Spo into a star-studded team already, so it's kind of tough for him. Exactly. For a rookie head coach. That's why, I mean. Got Wade bumping into you. Wade in the show. Me? LeBron, you got a lot of alpha. You're dealing with alpha dogs. Alpha on man, top yeah. of, and working for alpha and Pat Riley. You know what I'm saying? So Spo is yeah. in an incredibly tough situation. Which I give him all the props for, and I think now he's a top five NBA coach right now because of that. Um, it, you know, if you look especially at especially what he's he doing with Miami right now, it's exactly, crazy. exactly. And I and I feel like that's his greatest evidence of him being a great coach now, right? With Miami now, so that's why I look at it like LeBron's. He's never he had David Black, who was a rookie head coach coming into the league. Ty Lue, rookie head coach. Eric Spoelstra, rookie head coach. Yeah, um, you know, he had a lot of first time head coaches. He and then as compared to Phil Jackson. Granted, he was, if you look at it, kind of a rookie head coach as well, but he learned the system. And I feel like Michael Jordan had greatness, but without the triangle system, does he ever win championships? You know what I'm saying? 
as opposed to LeBron to where LeBron can pretty much play anything at any time. No, that's facts. So that's just uh that's just one of them for me. Yeah, I was say, definitely a taste of what you want in that type of greatness. Y'all yeah. yeah, I definitely think LeBron is the best all-around basketball player ever. Yeah. Skill set, yeah, definitely. Yeah, skill. Because you never go get another, like, physical juggernaut like that yeah. where you could just yeah. jump out the gym, defense. Well, his defense now ain't what it was, but he still, you know, at the right moment, right time, he could you know, turn it on. But – I don't think we'll get that again, bro. Yeah, I agree. Jordan was Jordan. They were defensive player of the year. Nah, he did. Jordan was a Jordan was a, a tremendous defender. That was yeah, that's what I'm saying. Got a couple of them. So, now of course Jordan couldn't go one through five like Bron can. Yeah, like Bron, yeah. But he dominated the perimeter though. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think he was. And I think, and I think, um, you know, it's, that's just kind of where it comes. So I think it's a great debate. I don't, who's the clear winner? I don't know. I think it's uh, definitely made to be seen. And I think, and I think it's other people in that conversation as well. But I think, um, you know, definitely. it depends on how that. We put those two on a pedestal. And that's what lets you know Braun also has that type of greatness to truly be on the pedestal. <laughs> Look at that exactly. place, you feel me? And one last point on that uh, before we change subjects is this is going to be if the if the NBA season is canceled and we don't go you know finish the season we go into next season this will be LeBron's 18th season. Yeah. Oh yeah, season. longevity. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he led the league in assists this year. Braun, yeah. this is Braun's crazy now. Ain't nobody else. Yeah. He led the league in assists. It went over the machine. I can't, I can't yeah. take that. Yeah. His 17th year, he led the league in assists. So it's, that's why I look at it where it's like, to do this at this low, and he doesn't really look – of course, he's lost a step, but he doesn't yeah, look like he's – he, he got five. a good at least yeah. four to five left in him. At least, oh, yeah, at least minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah, he got a couple like, years in him. Yeah, year, 20, year 20 is right around the corner at this point. You know, so Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's definitely interesting. So it's uh, – I think it's, it could go either way. Uh, like you said, it, it just depends on what kind of greatness you prefer or who you prefer for your greatness. But – um. Definitely a great topic to, to, uh, to, to talk about. Uh, we'll switch it a little bit to, to some football. Had one come in that okay. Grimes is the best off-man corner of all time. So let's, uh, let's, let's dive into that. Listen, Brent Grimes is the best off-man corner to probably, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, probably play the game. As far as – I honestly want to put a bold statement on that, on top of that. I always want to say he's – to really touch the football field, probably top five athlete probably ever played football. I ain't gonna lie to you. But off man wise, I'm taking him over Asante Samuel. Ooh. I think the Patriots, yeah. That's why that's why I had a hey, listen. Listen. I already knew that's what you was gonna say. Asante Samuel, the other, you know what I'm saying, goes right now. But if you take Asante Samuel, he did do it for two franchises. But put Brent Grimes into the situation. I feel like Asante Sanders was more of a zone type of off man guy. Oh, yeah, that makes he sense. Is, he is. You feel me? Like it was more a zone and he did a lot of bait. Yeah. Brent Grimes, you literally can kind of leave him by himself over there. And he's gonna he, he does impress. I've probably never seen Brent Grimes up on the line of scrimmage at all. Athletically, he was just that gifted athletically, in my opinion. I agree. That's a great point. But I, I just—it's tough. That's tough because same thing, Keevans. I was going to Asante Samuel. I think Asante yeah. Samuel was that T-step. I, I saw a video of him a couple months ago. He called himself the T-step king, 
and uh, he showed a lot of plays, you know, interceptions and things he made. And most times, clutch he was moments. Off he had a lot of clutch moments for a very good team. Yeah. Unfortunately, Brent Grimes never got on a very good team. Yeah, I see what you're saying, there, Lou. He never. But had as far as what he did, talent wise, I, I just believe truly because you know, let me just go back and look at film and what he could do athletically. I feel like I'm probably the best off man corner. Probably, you know, what I'm saying. Truly, just be that, and it can play anything. He can be off man as far as in man coverage, and then as well as on, in my opinion. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sante may be some help on top if you're just going to leave him over there. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think That's Grimes why he debated, better. though. That's why he baited so much. He always had top all help on Yeah. Him. Yeah, I think Grimes is better all around, like speed wise. He can stay Something with like, no, I'm telling you, you got to look yeah. at the one hand against Megatron. Bro, that man never pressed Megatron at all and still got right. up there and got the one hand. He don't press. Right. That's why I just think that puts him up there as far. You got to believe in your athleticism, man, and still not get beat. Even the second run, because I don't even – people don't even go back to the Falcons day. Falcons day is when Grimes really that upper coming before he popped his Achilles, you know what I'm saying? And then the Miami, of course, Miami was a little underwhelming as far as their results. But as far as his film, man, I'm telling you, it's beauty what he do on that field, boy. Yeah. One, one quick stat I'll drop into into this conversation. So Matt Miller at NFL Draft Scout uh, put up a stat, a tweet yesterday that said Marcus Peters has 27 interceptions in five seasons. He's never had less than three interceptions in the season. For comparison, Deion Sanders had 24 in his first five seasons. And then uh, Ian Kenyon, NFL, retweeted that and said Asante Samuel had 36 interceptions in five seasons from 2006 to 2010. So no. just looking at his ball production, that's why I think that he's slightly better because his ball, 36 interceptions in five years. Oh, he, he, was, he, no, he, he definitely got his hands on a lot. I ain't going to say he didn't get his hands on a lot. He was probably one of the most instinctive corners ever. Just that didn't rely on pure speed. He was he real smart, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to make you think he's not even around the ball and he just jump in front of it. Pit six. Like you say, Lou, he good in that zone. So, yeah. I'm about to say that. I don't know if it was a situation as far as both skis, but I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Brent was left on the island a little bit more prepared to what Asante was. That's all I'm saying. That's why I, that's why I would take it for Brent's situation. A little bit more flexibility. You want to see? One. You want to see Samuels in in, in Grimes' situation? How you see me? Nah, he was by himself. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if Asante could just play off of Megatron in that situation and still get his hands on that ball. That makes sense. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't think, think he's wide, wide open. He's doing nothing with Megatron. I don't know if he's wide open, but I don't know if he gets his hands on that ball with Megatron in a jump ball situation. You take it, Asante Samuel or Megatron. Oh, Megatron. The jump ball. It's no question. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I mean, I would probably say the same answer for Brent Grimes. Because of but, my dog athleticism, you can't just say that, though. Yeah, I mean, because he proved it. He did it against him. So, I mean, I guess that's where you can get them to know. And also, I feel like one of the best, uh, one of the highest verts to probably ever play football in, in, in NFL history, too. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, they actually used it in game 100%. That's why I put him in that situation. You can leave you can leave him in those situations a lot compared to Asante. Unfortunately, a lot of guys play West Coast schemes and Asante Samuels things. So no quick hitches, slaps, and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Of course he gonna bite on those. Yeah, he bite on help over top. Yeah, all, right. he killed most of the most of that, most of that video was out routes that he was jumping out routes and and, and under. Listen, I'm talking yeah. about money now. He gonna do it when he do it, but that's the yeah. skill he saw. You feel? 
You can't play with them. You do a lot of that playing. Playing, listen, playing the Dolphins two times a year. We all know they ain't going too damn deep. Come on, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm saying it all. I got, I got another one uh, coming in. Josh, uh, Josh Allen, the quarterback from the Buffalo Bills, is Brock Osweiler with legs. Ooh. Is Brock Osweiler with legs? Ooh. With legs. <laughs> Dog, honestly, I ain't give up on Josh yet. I listen. I, I, I just I, don't think it's ever gonna be elite. I'm just as far as y'all like. Bro, I thought was bad. I ain't gonna lie to you. I go. That's why I ain't wanted to. Yeah, do Brock was bad. You know I thought Brock was gonna be the man. Do you remember how we used to be like, Brock, six, yeah, seven, Brock. Five, yeah, Brock. we did. We did. I thought he was gonna be a, a great NFL quarterback. I ain't gonna lie. But my dog Josh is gonna have to get the, get it to at least sixty five before I ever respond. At least sixty four, because fifty eight by your second year, and you damn near been a starter damn near two years at this point. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. he, he definitely got into a winning situation because he made I guess a lot less mistakes. But fifty eight percent is nothing. That's terrible. Yeah, that's why that 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 was that was one of my that's my take. Um, I felt like he got a couple weapons around him. Yeah, and, that, and and I think if you look at it similarly, like if you take out the fact besides them going to the playoffs, if you just look at his play, he wasn't very good as far as moving that offense. A lot of times it was running back, breaking plays, or a lot of times catching, you know, a lot of run after catch that they had with John Brown or, or some of those guys. He had a deep pass every once in a while, but for the most part, and they built the system around him, he still wasn't that great in that system. So um, that's why I look at it where, where I look at it like if he has another year like he just had, I kind of look at it very similarly to Brock Osweiler to where he's a he's a guy that looks the part, but he doesn't necessarily play the part as far as a good, consistent, every down quarterback. That's facts. I, hey, I'm, I completely agree. Josh Allen definitely yeah. has a long way to go. I'm gonna say if he don't do it this year, now let's do it though. I'm gonna give up. Well, on put it this, let's do it. It's gonna be in the, the wins or is it the, the the numbers? Because the wins can be, you know, what I'm saying kind of equated to team success. Yes. Yeah, the wins. He gonna have to up his numbers too, Lou. He gonna have to up his numbers. Yeah, you gotta get them six dollars. Consistent quarterback. He gonna have to up his numbers. He got to look at Brock Osweiler's stats uh, real quick. Uh, that 2015, his last year with the Broncos, where he signed a big contract with, with the Texans, he was uh, 61%. And then he went to the Texans, and he was 59% that next year. So it's very similar as far as the completion percentage and how the accuracy there as far as not being very accurate. Uh, so, again, that's why I think if, if he's on a similar trajectory as Brock, and, you know, maybe – Maybe he's changed, turns it around and he gets, you know, like you said, up to about 62, 63%. But for right now, I mean, Brock Osweiler's career percentage is 59.8. He ain't got no choice with Stephon Diggs. Stephon going to slap the mess out of that boy. If he don't <laughs> right, he's going to have to get he it. He's skipping on his stop. Come on now, that thing be skipping. We know Josh is going to skip on you. That bitch fell. That bitch. Yeah. It going to chad Pennington on you all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's like, hey, it's crazy. It's, only thing give me a little hope, 
I know Dallas one of the best this year, but I watched like the Dallas game and then and that was his prime example of what he could be though. That was, can, that was yeah, yeah, and, and I think that was his best game. And I think if he can play like that consistently, he'll be all right. I just haven't seen because then I feel like he followed that up in the playoffs with a terrible performance, like to the point where like. Granted, that was his first playoff performance. We don't want to kill him. You know, a lot of quarterbacks don't play well in their first performance, but some of the things he was doing in that game was really concerning. Uh, like the one time when he just like, lost the pass out of nowhere to nobody and pitched it back on the fumble. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, are you, do you realize you're playing an NFL game right now? Like, nah, it was terrible. On the yeah. He throws a lot of those throughout the season. Yeah, so he was single-handedly at one point, like, killing. He took a terrible sack. In the fourth quarter, knocked them out of field goal range, made them punt when they could have kicked the field goal and won that game. Um, you know, he basically he basically lost it for them. So like, it, it really think about this. They say the ASC East is wide open now that Tom Brady's uh Tom Brady's gone and he he took his team to the playoffs last year. And they think that the ASC East is wide open. That just lets you know everything right there. Absolutely, 100%. 100%. So I think, and then I think, I don't think Stefan Diggs is going to, I think he's going to be a cancer for that team. Hoping not, I'm not calling Stefan Diggs a person, but I think his temperament compared to what Bills, because they, they've been a team of kind of, you know, low maintenance, hardworking guys under me. Yeah, everybody here is strong on that team. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So you bring in a guy like, 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 like him who wants his target. Oh, if you don't get him, I'm throwing my helmet. I'm frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going to show the most. He's going to show the most. A lot of times, like most times, that doesn't know. work. It doesn't work. Right. Right. Team. And usually the only team that can get away with that is a team with a veteran quarterback who can get that receiver in line and say, hey, like, calm down. And even and sometimes that don't work if you look at the Steelers and, and Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger. So um, I'm interested to see. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it, it, it doesn't go like that. But uh, at this point, I, I I think Josh Allen until proven wrong. To me, to me, I again, I don't think he should even get a first round pick. I think his college stats look terrible. He had a worse completion percentage than Lamar Jackson. And I was I've been arguing with people on Twitter about that all day. Damn. About 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 Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. What was Lamar? Lamar's like what? Lamar's was about uh if I'm not mistaken, I think Lamar was at about fifty-eight fifty-seven point eight percent and he was at like fifty-six. The year so, he left for school? Yeah, so I, I can let me let me go. Oh, I didn't know that. That's fun fact. Did not know that. That's actually not for Lamar that year. I mean Lamar was taking off, boy, so so, yeah, so 2017, I, I at least 61. I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought it was at least 61. 61. No, like 2017, 2017, his completion percentage was 59.1 his last year in college. Lamar? Lamar was 59.1. Right. So, so he was inching right at 60%. And if you look at it, he did that with, um, and he had the highest percentage of drop passes in that draft for quarterbacks in that draft as well. Um, so let me uh, double check Josh Allen's. Well, it's not all that ball. He just, that's, I just didn't know that. Just, of course, it don't matter now at this point what he could do. But it's just, I, that's a fun thing. I didn't know it was that low. Well, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, it was. And like I said, it was, the, the, the criticism was warranted, no doubt. But but I just, but if, if you're going to criticize him for not being a, a, a very accurate quarterback, you should have criticized Josh. Yeah, you got to have to criticize Josh the same way. Like one, one person goes seven and the other one goes 32. I, I just can't respect 
you know, what, what that was. So Josh Allen's last year in school was 56.3. Okay. So he that's was 3%, 3% that's points. Nasty. That's yeah, that's, terrible. that's nasty. <laughs> that's nasty. It was 56% for 2016 and 2017. He went back-to-back -back years with 56. Lamar, Lamar at least improved from 56% to 59%. So you saw that improvement from his Heisman year to his junior year. You saw that improvement. Josh Allen, it was the same. It was consistently 56%. So um, that's why I felt like it was just a – Clear, you know, not yeah. even, he went 16 and he only threw 16 touchdowns. What top quarterback only throws 16 touchdowns? <laughs> 16 touchdowns in 11 games? That's not, it's not first. So, a top five, wasn't it? Yeah, pick seven. Well, top 10, pick seven. You know what I'm saying? And, and Lamar threw 27 touchdowns. He must he have a hell of a pro day. Nah, it was this one, you know, John Allen. This one he could throw that that way. Threw it like 80 yards on his knees, some crazy mess like that. Somewhere. Yeah, somehow, yeah. Sounds spectacular. Yeah, so you know, it's it's crazy. And, and again, I, I think I think it shouldn't happen. Um and, and you know, he may prove me wrong. He may turn out Josh Allen may turn out to be a great year. Who knew Lamar was gonna have the second year that he had? But um, but I feel like you always saw like Lamar consistently got better each year in college from 54, 56, 59. Um and, you know, even when being the youngest player ever to win the Heisman. Even Baker Mayfield, I got it. He had 75, you know, almost 70-something percent completion percentage. I got that. Sam Darnold, I wasn't a big Sam Darnold. I at least had the flashes. I think he was a, a, above 60% as well. Same thing with Josh Rosen. I, I, like, I honestly like Josh Rosen more than I did Darnold or Baker Mayfield. Um, you know how I feel about Mayfield, D. <laughs> yeah, I hate Mayfield, too. I, I no, to me, he's just another Johnny football, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I see Johnny football 2.0. Yeah, I, I feel without that athleticism on top of that, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, he, ain't, he ain't got the wheels like Johnny. Exactly. And, and crazy enough, they both played for the Browns. Yeah, that's what I was thought was real crazy. They both got drafted to the same team. The same team. So I, I, I think, um, and then we look at it. How much talent Baker Mayfield just had, and how terrible he was with that talent, I think that shows that he really wasn't that good. He had you a got good Juice Odell. You got all the. You got Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Yeah, he was second. He was second in the league in rushing. Yeah, Derrick Henry took the rushing title from here. The last one that's behind Chubb that was good. Oh yeah, they got the boy from Kansas City. Um, you got Kareem Hunt. Oh, Kareem. Yeah. That's a loaded offense, little key boy. They know it's totally. And then now you add Austin Hooper to that. Tight end from Atlanta. And then now you got offensive linemen. So you now. Oh, they do got Austin Hooper. I forgot that. Yeah, no excuse. So if he, if he comes out and underproduces again, I think the Cleveland Browns should definitely be looking for a. Um, definitely be looking for a. At this point. Yeah, Cleveland Browns definitely are interesting teams going into this season. Man. Yeah, they one of them teams and young teams that got a lot of talent. A lot, oh, of, a lot of young talent. I should I should have said that. Yeah. A lot of young talent. So while we're here on quarterbacks, let's, let's pivot to the uh, big topic yesterday with Deshaun Watson and the, the, the Chicago Bears. Um, so big tweet yesterday. He said that uh, the, the Chicago Bears never once talked to him during the 2017 draft. 
And, you know, with the big news coming out that they declined a fifth-year option for Mitchell Trubisky, uh, that was obviously a hot topic. And, and uh, one of the authors, uh, I mean, one of the writers on social media, John Ferenstein, tweeted about basically how there's racism that played into the Bears selecting Trubisky over over uh, Watson and and me myself personally, he said after he and he talked to Doug Williams about it, and Doug Williams said if the if it was vice versa, that never would have happened. And I completely agree with that. When you look at the fact that Deshaun Watson was a national champion and a two-time Heisman finalist, and he gets drafted after a guy who only had one good year and only won ten games, didn't win a Heisman, didn't have his his team in the playoffs, and that guy goes number two, and, and Deshaun Watson goes middle of the first round. I think if you if, if if the races were switched, that's easily a, a Deshaun Watson may have went number one in that draft. Oh yeah, Deshaun that, Watson was a white quarterback. Yeah. So I just wanted to see what y'all inputs and what y'all thoughts were. On that. I really feel like the Bears just made a mistake, man. By them not even talking to him, that's showing right there they already wanted somebody else. They Martin. They wanted Trubisky already. And I can't wow. understand in that situation, like, you going off of potential because of what Watson did. Yeah. And it really I ain't know. no excuse. Yeah, I, like that. It really I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. You can't say he was more athletic. You couldn't say yeah, he, he was, was more accurate. You couldn't right. say anything that Trubisky necessarily had over Deshaun Watson. And coming out of college, I feel like it was – that should have been a clear sign seal to deliver at least top five pick. And for you to not even talk to him, I think that shows. Uh, but even he, more did you think did the Watson tears ACL in college? Now yeah. he tore it uh, in rookie year, wasn't it? No, nah, he tore it once. He tore it once after that freshman year. Remember, he yeah, damn near let him rushing. Yeah, he damn yeah. near let him rushing that first year. I think he damn near rushed for a van actually his first year, and then that year he tore it, and then that's when he came back. But he came back to within a year though. He missed the time. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't down for too long. Yeah, but yeah, that definitely definitely got something into it, my man. It's hard to sit here and truly say why you would choose Mitch Trubisky over such a decorator, Deshaun Watson. You know, you leave room to speculate some dumb decisions as far as why you could do it. So, All right. obviously, they pay for competition. Yeah, feel me? Like it, it ain't too many reasons you can really look at it in somebody in the face and just say, "Gosh," you know what I'm saying? But hey, obviously, we see who went up, who went down. So, yeah, they paying for it. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And I and I think it, it, it worked. I, you know, I think um, you know, for it, it, I would love to see at some point, you know, court, that quarterback, which I think Lamar. Hopefully, Lamar was the guy that helps that that push further along, which I think it does. When you look at Jalen Hurts, went second round. You know, he didn't go third round or fourth round like some people had thought he could have went. You know, a while ago, going into the draft, but you know, pretty much going high second round to the Eagles with the team already with the starter, kind of shows you that teams are kind of already ready to move forward. Make that, that transformation into that type of football. <laughs> Absolutely, man. We look at the if you look at the top six best quarterbacks in the NFL, they all are pretty much black dual threat quarterbacks for the most yep. part, or have some type of element of, of being able to escape the pocket. When you look at out there, and the probably the only other quarterback that's not is probably Drew Brees is probably the only quarterback that's, that's not in that conversation. But if you look at Mahomes, Lamar, uh, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, you know, all yep. these quarterbacks that, that have 
Deshaun Watson that have escaped yeah. him, that finished high in, in QBR, finished high in touchdowns. Even, even, even Rodgers could get up out of there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even Aaron Rodgers, you know what I'm saying? Right. He has some escapability to get outside of his pocket. So all these quarterbacks are able to do this. So when you got a statue back there, it doesn't really work anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the Peyton Manners of the world just don't exist. Yeah, Jared Goff game. Jared Goff is the long, old school pocket quarterback, boy. Because Jared is really the only one that really just got to, he has to thrive in that pocket. Yeah, but even yeah. Jared yeah. is system oriented. You know what I'm saying? It's based off but, of the But even if he leaves, oh, I don't yeah. think he can go. He can't go too many more systems, though. Who, Jared Goff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's, he's a system yeah. quarterback, 100%. Yeah, he's the last but, one. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah he, he's he's a 100% system quarterback as far as, like, that same system, same thing with Kirk Cousins. So this whole – is, is, is off that Kyle Shanahan, Gary Kubiak system. Yeah. Um, and, and basically, that's what that's what the Vikings ran this past year. Sean McVay comes from that Shanahan tree, that stretch zone, naked bootleg, you know what I'm saying, play action. Quick hits. Quick hits, play action. Yeah. Exactly. Multi-level. You have an under, a, a deep over route. A deep post route, you know what I'm saying? Off of that play action. That's why they got the really top receiver to fit their scheme too. Exactly. That's, that's, that's why, why they, they have to have a running back. That's why yeah. when Ty Gurley haven't hasn't been himself, their Rams have struggled because their whole their whole yeah. system is predicated off of being able to run the ball. Right. Not in making predictable right now. Very exactly. Good. That's why they were so bad last year, because they couldn't run the football because Ty Gurley wasn't healthy. And if you and if you can't run the ball, you can't run play action. You know what I'm saying? Because then nobody respects you. Right, we ain't respecting that. Exactly. You can't respect that play action. So I think I think that's a big part of, of what you know makes golf even a, a playable quarterback. Because before McVay came, he looked terrible. I mean, he yeah. was a very bad quarterback. It was a bad, it was a bad everything looked bad about the Rams. Exactly. It, it was nothing good about about uh golf's play at that point. But again, that system helped him. And I think um it's helped a lot of quarterbacks, not even just just them. It's, Shit, Matt Schaub threw what four thousand, almost five thousand yards in the same system. You know what I'm saying with Houston a, a, a few years back. RG three won Rookie of the Year in the same system. John Elway, uh, all these. It's, it's this system is, it's, and that's one thing about it. That's why I give Kyle Shanahan and well, Mike Shanahan down to Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan just took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. Same system. You know what I'm saying? So all these, all these teams are running the same system. Uh, based off of that Mike Shanahan offense that he installed with John Elway and uh, and Terrell Davis on that stretch outside zone with the because it really does stretch your, it stresses the defense um, stresses the defense out. So, um, that's that's so it's definitely definitely a, a big time topic there. So it's definitely another good one. So we'll switch it up real quick since I know we are <laughs> coming down here. So we got another another good topic to kind of throw it off topic. Um, if approached with the open relationship, would you agree to? Hmm. <laughs> that was my hot take. My the, the take came from the 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 you know, obviously we both know Kalani. Everybody know the artist Kalani and everything like that, her and her relationship with YG and whatnot. So she said it pretty much ended because YG pretty much had too much deeper stuff going on as far as what he would be open about, baby. And as a man, personally, I already, already know if I'm going to be in a relationship like that, of course, I'm going to automatically say, nah, you can't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Or more so, or I have that sense in my head, like, nah, I couldn't do it because 
imagine it is an open situation. You walking in with your girl with another dude. You know what I'm saying? That you almost communicating with. You just walk in on that. I couldn't do it. I don't know about y'all personally. I'm, I ain't that crazy. Threesomes, maybe. You know what I'm saying? We agree on some shit, baby. But nah, right. I couldn't just do an open relationship. So, so she wanted to have an open relationship? She listen. That's the crazy part. They she was good on it, but somehow, some way, YG was like a YG was there in their pillow talking with the shit he had going on. That makes sense. You feel me? Like it was a little deeper than just sliding. Like she was cool. You just sliding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You out here low key. You know what I'm saying? You out here low key, double double date and shit. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That type of situation. Got you. Okay. Um, personally, I think it would depend on the situation and, and how it was approached. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's somebody like I don't necessarily like have kids with, or this like a new relationship, and like if I'm YG and, and that's Kilani, like she's a superstar, I'm a superstar. Of course, we probably get we could probably get think, you know sex or whatever e more easily than, than normal person. So like already we're already traveling or different things. So at that point maybe that's different. But if it's like somebody I got kids with a family with yeah, yeah. because that yeah, that's that, a no go. Yeah that's a no go at that point because that it's a little too much that's inside of that that makes that comp complicated because then it's like how do you explain that to the kids as well? No, I think that um, that's why I think it would probably complicate it. But again, I think it hurt in their situation. She had a younger kid. I think she has a daughter that's like one. Yeah, something like that. So if she's okay with doing that with the daughter, I guess because of the age, then yeah, then that's something different. Yeah, so cool. And y'all are y'all both are big personalities, superstars within your respective industries, and you're able to you know move how you move. Maybe we consider that, but but again, it just depends on the situation. Yeah, I agree with you. It depend on the situation. If if both if both cool with it, then it's cool. But otherwise, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah call myself to that. I say I don't know if I'm that crazy, but this that especially <laughs> if it's really not even more so the attachment as far as even the kid. It's just that type of vibe. You me? Some folks you just know you can do that. Really. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one thing you yeah. understand. You just chilling. You feel me? But some folks you got that vibe and. Now, what if that person, that's what I'm saying, the person you got that vibe with just straight up, just straight come up to you like that's what she wanted. That would, nah, I couldn't do it. I just, I couldn't imagine that type of intimacy with you with somebody else. That wouldn't do me. Yeah, and, and, and that's, the, I, mean, I honestly think that's the toughest part because this is how do you kind of deal with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you? Yeah, it's a mental thing. And, and then I think it, all, it, it depends on the history you have with that person. Like, if you don't really have a lot of history, maybe it's easier yeah. to accept than somebody you have a lot more history with where it's like, damn, like, you know, I don't really want to see somebody I've been in a relationship with for years be with somebody else. Like, I don't know how I accept that. But again, there's people that are into that type of stuff that like, like to see their wives or husband have sex with other people. Oh, yeah, there's people that go out and, and hunt for that. Exactly, I hunt for that, like swingers and different things like that. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. that turns certain people on, me personally, not as much. <laughs> but So the swinging lifestyle is a big no-go then. World will be open, but y'all just, if it's, it's swinging and being open truly the same thing, y'all do it in the same place. I feel like the you know difference with swinging it. and being open, I think open relationship is more so like if I meet somebody oh, outside of what we got going on, then I can approach them and I can entertain that situation. Yeah. Swinging is, swinging is like, definitely the, the, that's the, 
We yeah, made a choice. Going, yeah, going exactly. going We've communicated. Like, we are about to go meet yeah. with this other couple that we both are attracted to. Right. You know, I'm attracted to the woman. You're attracted to the man. They're married. We're married. We're not trying to necessarily be with that other person. We just want to experience something different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, swinging shit. That's, that's a big no-go, too. Yeah, experience something different and have a different type of uh, sexual experience. You know what I'm saying? Outside of the normal sexual experience that you may have. Um, and to do that, to do that together makes you feel a little more, I guess, connected or a little more like less like we, I, I think it feels less like cheating and more like something you're doing together as opposed to open relationship when it's kind of like you're kind of doing your own thing on the side. Yeah. You know that you're letting them know what you're doing, but you're kind of doing your own thing on the side at the same time. Eventually, if I ask you, open relationship, he's going to feel it. You're going to talk to him talking with some damn body, huh? You got no choice, bro, Keith. <laughs> I mean, bitch, I mean, think about that. You gonna let him chill it. Like, you gonna, you gonna whisper some type of sweet nothing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Something gonna come up and it's gonna get a little, little aki at some point in the situation to where, you know, they may feel, feel a certain type of way or, or, you know, whatever. But, um, I think it, it just depends on the people that's, that's involved. If they're able to, some people are able to take that. Some people don't care about stuff like that. Some people, it turns some people on. Some, some women like seeing right. their man have sex with another woman and vice versa. You know, some men like seeing their woman get, you know, slayed by another man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just <laughs> to each their own. I, I, I can't, I can't judge. I can't keep shame or, or none of that. But, oh, no, not like that. Just say you know, I'm just that like, 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 boy, I wish I would walk in on some shit like that. Somebody. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, even I don't like to even the woman on woman thing. As long as that's communicated, even if I walk in on my girl cheating with another woman, somebody still got to get slapped outside. They motherfucking head. Then I just I just get depressed by that point. Even then, especially with women, I think it's an emotional thing. But somehow, some way, they're free to connect with you somehow, somewhere, and you ain't really tell me about it. Baby. I feel that. I feel that. I think I would feel this as as. Upset if it was a woman, just for the fact of, because to me, I look at it like if you choose that with another man, I feel like then it's like, okay, well, what am I doing that you feel like you have to go and get somebody that's the same as me, as opposed to a woman, where it's like, I'm sure there's a different type of uh, sexual connection, woman to woman, as it is from woman to man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I sure get it, but even if she don't tell you, you don't think it's deeper if she don't tell you. It's oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm not, not now, now, she tell you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Watching it, and yeah. I'm like, get it. You know what I'm saying? That's going to happen naturally, you feel me? But if she don't tell you, nah, it's not deep around yeah. yeah, I, I would definitely feel, feel some type of way, but I would be less pissed, like, less pissed off or less mad about the, the woman because, again, that's something I'm sure, hey, she may eat the box better than I can. You know what I'm saying? I, I put myself up there, but hey, she a woman. She may know that little spot that I don't know about that you know what I'm saying, she hit that I can't hit. And at that point, I mean, I can't be mad at that. But if it's another man, it's like, well, what is he doing that I can't do to the point? Oh, yeah, not a man, definitely. It's something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You feel like you got to go outside of me to get somebody that's the same as me. You know what I'm saying? That's That's where I would feel more slide it or feel more type of a way towards it because it's she gonna like, she gonna she gonna get her head slapped. I may not be as mad as you got they're gonna be as mad but she still getting like bitch you got me fucked up type shit. You know what I'm saying? 
And I think the type of woman, like if you're going for a diet, that's like nah, that's, 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 Oh yeah, she tried. I already to got a top ten. If it's a woman, you don't tell me it's off the ripple. But you got the nerve to have a stud in my stud. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Let's have another conversation. I gotta whoop her his ass low key off the ripple because you're trying. To. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta approach you like a nigga. I can't just, you know what I'm saying? Nah, you gotta yeah. fuck up. Yeah, got to. That, that's definitely true. Now I can definitely, I can definitely go for that. That's definitely one where. That's why I feel like, and that's why I never that's get okay. That's like, girls like girls who dress like guys and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why you like? Young, I'm sure young and a young and made fools a bunch of girls. I'm sure of it. Oh and yeah. It's like, why you want a young and made? Why don't you just mess with a guy then? What's it? What, what's the point of messing with somebody who doesn't even have a real? You know what I'm saying? Two. I don't know, I don't know if it was real. I think I seen young and made with a damn like piece of hair on her chin. I don't know. If she grew that shit, son. Well, I it's don't probably know. it's probably some uh some some testosterone she takes. Yes. Crazy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I try not to believe the internet. I don't believe everything you could see at first. But her character, Lord Jesus, I hope it's not resulting to that, fellas. So we already in wild time for 2020. We live yeah. in a crazy time right now. Anything oh, yeah, possible? It's a crazy, crazy time. Anything possible? I just hope she ain't resorting to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's definitely one that uh that that can throw you for a little windmill right there, for sure. Pure hair. Wow, son. <laughs> <laughs> wow, son. Keep it. You had something you wanted to, to see. I see you had a notepad. I kept it, I kept the football, man, but look. Go ahead. I think the Bengals will have their first winning season since 2015. And look. They gonna finish behind your Ravens, D. Y'all division. Hey, oh, I can go for that, Kivas. Um, and, and and being completely honest, <laughs> the second time we played the Bengals, um, well, I, I, let me let me let me jump back before that. So we played the Bengals the second time we played the Bengals during the 2019 season. We played them coming off their bye week, and during the bye week, their head coach Zach Taylor, who was the Quarterbacks coach, I think, for the Dolphins, he was there when Joe when uh, Indeed. Joe Philbin was there. Indeed. And he called plays uh, once Joe Philbin got fired. He called plays to end that season. That's the only play calling experience he had in the NFL. Fast forward, he worked with Sean McVay for a year or two. You know, now he's a head coach of the Cincinnati Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think he's qualified enough to be a head coach. So. Back to my point, after we played him after the bye, he didn't realize until after he, after the bye week that he had never gave um, uh, Joe Mixon 20 touches in the game. So it's like, yes, your best player on your offense. Why would you not give him 20 touches anyways? So what they did against us, they ran the ball a lot during that game, and Joe Mixon had a great game. It was close for a while until Lamar kind of went crazy in the second, third, in the beginning of the fourth quarter and kind of made some distance around that. But they have a great core. Joe Mixon is, to me, probably the third or fourth best, best running back in the AFC. It's him, Kareem Hunt, and Derrick Henry, in my opinion, as far as kind of the top three running backs. I mean, you got to go Nick Chubb over Kareem Hunt, don't you? I mean, not Kareem Hunt. I meant Nick Chubb. I meant Nick oh, Chubb. Okay. Nick Chubb, 
Um, Nick Chubb and, and, and those other two are, are, to me, Joe Mixon and Derrick Henry are the three best running backs in the AFC right now. Um, and then I put Josh Jacobs, Mark Ingram, a couple other guys behind me. Um, but so you got Joe Mixon, you got A.J. Green, who's a, a great receiver. We Everybody know A.J. If he stays healthy, you got Tyler Boyd, you got John Ross. If he stay healthy, you got T. Higgins. Hollywood, Hollywood, Keith on it, Hollywood, dog. Oh, yeah. Then, you know, D, I think they got – I'm not sure they got DeMarcus Lodge. I don't know if you know DeMarcus Lodge. Nah, yeah, I remember he was a five-star yeah, coming I out. I know you know, Lou. You asked me. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he was a five-star coming out. Oh, yeah, they got him too, dog. They got some so talent. I really, think, I really think Joe will bring all that talent out, dog. Yeah, and Jonah Williams, their first-round draft pick from last year from uh, from Alabama, he ain't even played last year. Yeah. Um, so they yeah. got they got a lot of talent. I definitely think they boy. got a lot of talent. What what boy go by six two? Yeah, he by six two. AJ Green, AJ Green tall. Then you got T Higgins. Laws by six two. Higgins, I don't know what Higgins is. Oh, he six, about six three six four. Oh. Yeah, he about six four. But you got a lot of big body receivers out there, dog. Who you like that defense on that person? You like the defense hold up? That's what I'm. That's what I'm worried about the defense. That's why I want. Oh, okay. I want. So, okay, if you want to worry about the defense, that means you like them to score points this year. Yeah, I, yeah, that I think they're gonna score people. They gonna be that's why I could give them. I'm gonna give them nine and seven. I'm not gonna get. Mm. I'm gonna give them nine and seven, Luke. Woo! Well, they damn near averaging like twenty-eight, then the thirty points a game going nine and seven, boy. I'm gonna give them nine and seven, Luke. I think if I think if Joe Burrow ha- if, if if Zach Taylor gets fired or if Zach Taylor's not calling plays, I think that's possible. But excuse me, for what I saw from him as far as coaching, he wasn't a great coach. That's why I wish Joe Burrow did get in a better situation with a better offensive coordinator, a better play caller. Because um, I don't, to me, honestly, I think Zach Taylor be fired within the next two seasons. Could again, could be wrong. Maybe Joe Burrow saves his job and Joe Burrow just says. You know, fuck that play call. I'm about to let's run this. Yeah, audible in this shit. <laughs> run something different, and now they're successful. Uh, which I, I hope Joe Burrow. Do. I think Joe Burrow. If it was, if you gave Joe Burrow like Kyle Shanahan, for example, hands down, no doubt, I think Joe Burrow would be successful in the NFL. Because uh, I think so much of of a quarterback's early success is 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 predicated on who that play caller is for them early on. You know what I'm saying? Like even even with Lamar, if if Marty Morningwig would have still been an offensive coordinator coming into last season, Lamar wouldn't have won MVP. He wouldn't have had the season. But he do you think MVP. since Joe is a number one pick, do you think they make adjustments offensively? I think I so. he, he has to play book early. Okay, I got to change what I'm doing. Maybe I got to. You know, adjust to adjust the way he doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this smart. Adjust this smart. He does great. What he did at LSU. Exactly. A little bit of Joe Brady exactly. in there. Throw a little bit of Joe Brady. You know. What I'm exactly. Saying? That's why I say if they're smart, if 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 the Bengals are smart, and because we we did that with Lamar last year, we we threw out the whole old playbook. We threw it out and said we're about to build a whole new playbook from scratch, from terminology to play calls to how we how we call certain routes to to everything. Yeah, Lamar, Lamar had a lot of input on that throughout the whole process. You know what I'm saying? So, and a lot of stuff like a lot of the play calls and a lot of the thing, how things were worded. Because Lamar, Lamar went from calling like two and three word plays to having to call, you know, uh, 
shift to shift shift to to, to Vegas, right? X X left slot, Z motion, you know, Canada, whatever whatever that play was. You know, that's a lot for him to, and he would say, like, you know, there's a lot to say inside of the huddle. So I'm trying to practice it in the mirror every night just so I can say all of that as a play call. It's too Fast much. Fast forward to 2019, we gave him a, we gave him a wristband and we shortened the play call. A lot of we didn't spend a lot of time in the huddle. It would be four or five seconds in the huddle when we at the line. You know what I'm saying? That we running that play. So I think if if the Bengals again, if the Bengals are smart, I go to Joe Burrow and say, give me the top 10 to 15 plays that you love from LSU that you felt like were your favorite plays that were successful plays. That's what they got to do. Install those into our offense and help you be successful. If they're smart, which I hope, hopefully, that's what the Bengals do. But again, I just don't have any faith in Zach Taylor. I think, I think hopefully Joe Burrow gets a better coach in there for him because I think he's, a, I think he's talented. I definitely think he's talented, and he showed that he was talented. Yeah, you know, from last year. So I think again, if Zach Taylor and the Bengals staff can say, "Hey, let's put our pride aside and let's build this offense around Joe Burrow and what he does best." I definitely think they can go because to me, they're, they're neck and neck with the Browns as far as weapons. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Joe yeah, Mason, yeah, Nick yeah. Chubb. That's a cancellation. You know what I'm saying? AJ Green yeah. and and, and uh, Odell Beckham. That's a cancellation. Tyler right. Boyd and Jarvis Landry is almost a cancellation. Almost a cancellation. Well, you know what I'm saying? So like all yeah. of this is it's, it's real even all the way down. Um, so the Steelers are the odd man out here. We're not we're not worried about the Steelers at all. Well, y'all gonna have the best division in football. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if still I feel like we've had the best division in football for a while. Honestly, I feel like it was a brief moment where that where that NFC West was the best division when the set when the Forty ers and the Seahawks were both like dominant Super Bowl contenders. But outside of that, I mean, I feel technically, like, the Browns haven't lived to the you know potential they truly are supposed to. We're looking at them on roster, of course, on the roster they look. You know, the best. What the two last season, Lou? No, I mean, as far as the Bengals, last year was the first year the Bengals haven't went to the playoffs in what, like, a long time. The Bengals? Yeah, the Bengals. With Marvin Lewis, they went to the playoffs, what, like, seven straight years? Six or seven straight years? I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. We put in in three playoff teams, I think, three times in the last ten years. It ain't – I don't think there's – I don't think there's been another division to put in three playoff teams. I feel like the Bengals always, even with Marvin Lewis, were just that – the, the the Miami Dolphins that would always kind of just get over that one hump to get just into the playoffs. Like I, I can't I can't it's been a while since I really saw the Bengals in like I don't think you fear you fear the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, they were straight. They could always win enough games. Yeah. But you there. knew when they play physicality they kind of fold. They win. They can't. They were a consistent 10 win team for like six years. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. granted, you can't, whatever it is, but that's hard to do in the NFL. It's hard uh, to win and go to the playoffs six years consistently. Like, call them what you want. I hate them. I, trust me, I hate them. I hate the Bengals. They knocked us off the playoffs two years ago. Fucking third and 17. I never forget it. You know what I'm saying? Trust me. I hate the Bengals, but I got to respect them because at the same time, it's hard to go to the playoffs consecutive years in like six consecutive years. Granted, they always got to the playoffs and kind of folded, but how many yeah, teams folded. honestly say went to the playoffs three consecutive years? Less more six. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's very, very hard to do consistently. So, And then the Steelers, 
Steelers, even though Ben Roethlisberger didn't play last year. No, but that's why that's my original question. That's why I said the Steelers, like y'all discounting Steelers, like the Steelers low key won't finish second. That's why I feel like the Bengals probably showed me they could beat. Lou, the Lou, think that Lou got the Steelers over the Bengals, right? Yeah. I got yeah, yeah. Steelers over the Bengals. I gotta have the over the My only thing is, I want to see what Ben Roethlisberger does without without having excellent receivers. Man. He doesn't have a he doesn't have an Antonio Brown. Man. You know what I'm and I don't think, think he can Juju, make somebody. I, like I don't think he can make somebody a thousand yard. All they need is a thousand yards. It may not got to be fifteen hundred, but I think as long as somebody gives them a stat, I feel like it's, and then they play defense the way they play defense. I think they'll be fine. What y'all think about Juju? Average. Uh, <laughs> I don't think, think he's a hell of a route runner. Gotta listen. I think he's all of that. I think you got to still trying to figure out his true game. Is he he not really a jump ball guy? I mean, you like, got to hide him in your system. Yeah, he looks like a dark. He looks like the Polynesian version of Adam Thielen. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, let's be real. Like, like, yeah. 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 But I don't even think even if you look at even if you look at Juju last year, like to me, even if even if Ben Roethlisberger had been healthy, I don't think Juju is a dominant receiver. Juju has folded nah. most times. Oh, he, he folded two years ago going to the playoffs. Yeah, we played him last year. He folded. He he fumbled. Uh, Marlon Humphrey knocked the ball out of his hands. We go and win the game. Marlon Humphrey knocked the ball out, recover it. We go and score in the game. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think – I think he's good. To me, he's slightly above average. He's a slightly above average receiver. I don't think he's a star. I don't think he's a superstar. I don't think be elite. I can't – I don't think he'll ever be elite. Yeah, he'll never nah, be elite. He'll if never you be him a good, good. If you get him a good number one receiver, he can produce. Yeah, he's a two. Exactly. He's a yeah. two. He's not a one. Right. And I think and I think the reason why he looked so good two years ago is because of Antonio Brown. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like all the coverages shifted over to AD. Antonio Brown helping him get open. And and really uh, and again, if you look at a lot of his plays, a lot of Juju's plays come off bunch alignments where he can get lost in that coverage and kind of where, where that separation is forced for him. He can't win one-on-one situations on the outside by himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not going to beat you on a slant one-on-one. Not consistently, at least. I just don't – to me, I'm not a big Juju fan. It's not even because I hate him. I think James Washington is honestly a better receiver than he is. I think they have – that's why I think if Ben Roethlisberger come back, I think he has plenty of options to try to make somebody a star on their team. Even the guy they got from Toledo, I think he may be more of a star quality guy they're truly looking for. They got drafted. Um, and they got Chase Claypool. They got um, the running back Antonio McFarland. They got him from Maryland. Yeah, um, they they got options on the offense. I think they, they got they faster. Got, they definitely got a lot faster. To me, yeah. honestly, I just don't think Ben Roethlisberger is going to be that good. I don't think you're going to get that fired up Ben Roethlisberger anymore. Because you know, I was say that. Do y'all think Ben can stay healthy too? I don't know. That's Did y'all hear Jay Glazer's report on him the other day? No. What Jay happened? Glazer said fitness and Ben Roethlisberger shouldn't be in the same sentence. Oh. So he just be living. So he tight. He ain't got no flexibility. He just be out here living, huh? He said Ben Roethlisberger considers a workout, a yoga session, playing golf, and then going to having a drink at the end of the night. Yeah, he go get a couple beers, man. That sounds like that's what, I can't say that on sound like 
Yeah, I was like, hey, I mean, he said he said you shouldn't put Ben Roethlisberger and fitness in the same sentence. Hey so, man, man, say he come out throw a ball though. Hey, that's about. what I'm saying, though. He was just a gunslinger. I mean, it caught up with him now because you know. If he stay healthy, I think he can at least give you four thousand on the head though. See, but another out. thing is <clears throat> a couple. I a think couple he missed Antonio Brown too. He only threw over four thousand a couple times in his career, and the highest amount of yards he ever threw was two years ago. That was the most he ever threw. And Lamar's 36 touchdown passes last year is more than Ben has ever threw in one season. So, you know the, how many times? So, he didn't throw for 4,000, but we said once out of that year span, out of that, like, what, six-year span, I think Antonio Brown went crazy? Let me see. Uh, let me get his. Um, what about the Super Bowl years away? Nah, I'm so, personally, so, I think those, listen, I think truly those were the years where he was really throwing the ball. They were really running the ball and playing defense yeah. during those early years. Now, I'll give you that. But the man, I got to hear how many times he hit 4,000. Because Antonio been getting like at least 1,400 yards by. He, by. Threw, for, he threw for 4,000 yards or better. One, two, three, four, five, six times in 15 years. But those are recent. What, year, though, right? what years, D? 2018, 2017, 2013, and 2014, sporadic. 2009, and 2011. Okay, so it's sporadic. Okay. Yeah, it's so it's kind of every other two years. Yeah, it's sporadic. It ain't consistent. It ain't consistent. So, I mean, and the most touchdowns he threw was two years ago. He had the broke ribs and everything. And he's only had two seasons where he had a 100-quarterback uh, rating or better. Only two seasons, and that was 2014. Now, being reckless now, we all know being reckless. Exactly, that's oh, why yeah. I feel like he's a he's a he's a risk it a biscuit type of guy, and he doesn't have that 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 A B type of guy where he can risk it too. You know what I'm saying? Like I think I think getting hurt last year was the best thing for him. Just like just like Steph Curry and the Warriors getting hurt was the best thing for them. Otherwise, you would have oh, yeah. they look bad. You know what I'm saying? Like you would have been like. They don't look. They don't yeah. look good. Like, are we? Do we consider them super? You know, superstars or whatever. Like, I don't think it would have been. I don't think it would have been that. Even the way he started out. I mean, he had 351 yards, one interception, and a 56 percent completion percentage in that one game he had. And no touchdowns. He didn't throw one touchdown in the game. He started last year. So. You know so it's, I just, to me, I don't think he's going to come back and be. This great Ben Roethlisberger. But, but what's the? But is that? But do they need at this point? And they can play to. The, if they just play a more consistent quarterback position and not switch quarterback positions every other drive. Do you think they could? They that's not going to be good enough to get them to a same type of result. You think with Ben, it's going to lower them? Because what it was ten and six this year or nine and seven? Because but but then I think it was nine and seven if I'm not mistaken. Because they because we beat we beat them um, for that seventh loss. If they were the one that we got to the playoffs. Um, part of that, part of that is they ran the ball more because you're going to run the ball more with Duck Hodges at quarterback. You know, but do you not try to run the ball more? Ben, or you think you just let Ben? You give it to Ben and let him cut loose. That was I think Ben's going to have more passing attempts than Duck Hodges and and uh, whoever. The, I forgot the other quarterbacks there. I think he's going to have more attempts. Course, I, mean, I think Ben is warranted to have enough to more fucking passing attempts than them two. Exactly, well, that's I, what I'm saying. I, I think, I think, think on that, and then I think Ben's going to ask for those. Okay, I, I would I would try to have a conversation. Long Ben don't have hero ball. Long he didn't play hero ball, I think the Steelers would be fine. Long yeah, I'm gonna get Connor's carries. 
You still got to let man be banned, though. They got love. They got snail to Kentucky. Snail to Tony. And Ben ain't no more. He was 0-2 last year in two games. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was 0-2. He played two games last year. He was and with the 56.5 completion percentage, no touchdowns, one interception. That was that's just but like he was trying to play hero ball though. Yeah, I think he felt like he had to be crazy. He need he need that that playmaker. He's had one his whole career. Plaxico Burris, uh Santonio Holmes, Antonio Brown. He's had that his whole career. No, but I'm saying he need he need that right now though. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He need that. He need a he need a guy that I can depend on when it's third and sixteen. Yeah. I throw yeah. that deep ball. One he, don't that. he don't got that no more. He don't even, got that right now. Even tight end wise, he has some good tight ends. Heath Miller's gone. Uh the, the tight end they had last year, this uh the big boy, I forgot his name. Uh the big tight end they had, he's gone. They got Eric Hebron. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what they. Yeah, I don't think Eric Ebron's that good. I think he got he caught lightning in the bottle two years ago at the Colts. Yeah, definitely. But I don't think Eric Ebron is. I don't think he can go in this big game. They had Xavier Criminal for a long while. I was a former five star, but. So, and and that's just where I'm at with Ben. I just think I think Ben. I don't think Ben would be that good. And I think honestly, that's why I say back to your point, Keevis. I could see the Browns being better than. I mean, see the Bengals being better than. The Browns yeah. and the I think they take that step over them. This yeah, because I think I think I think Burrow's That's a better quarterback than than Baker Mayfield. I think everything has to go absolutely perfect for the Bengals to get that type of position. Everything got to go perfect. I think Joe Mixon got to have that in fourteen hundred yards rushing. But he's done that before. He's led the. He has. But but that's because he ain't got no quarterback. Now he's gonna be trying to throw the ball more. I think. But, now, with but him, he, he didn't have Andy Dalton as his quarterback though. Yeah, we all knew it. Two years ago, and they ain't been Andy about a good three, four years, guys. Like that's why they had to throw run the damn ball. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's why the Bills fell off because Andy was trash. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, yeah. here. I don't think Andy's <laughs> just playing it no more. You know what I'm saying? Andy's gonna throw that pick eventually because that's how that's why I think he's gonna be better this season because I think Burrow got the bigger arm, more potential. I think Andy, his role that came to end, uh, we seen. Personally, I go think he, I think Andy and Joe Burrow's arm are somewhat similar. I think Joe just has a clutcher arm. I think Joe just knows what the fuck more he's doing. I think they can both give you that that type of ball, but I just don't think it's clutch anymore. I don't think Andy never actually Andy never had the clutch factor. For some reason, Joe has a clutch factor. That's all. I think that's really more different. I can't say it's an elite arm, but the boy gonna put that bitch where it needs to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I heard, I heard they compared him to Montana. You know how Montana ain't had that. Montana, Montana had no elite arm, but y'all he saying didn't. he just put it. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying, Lou. He had an elite arm, but he, he was smooth by this. Yeah, what I'm you think about that, that? I think uh I, I feel the same way. I don't think I don't think Joe Burrow has a big arm. I think he's best within 10 to 15 yards, 10 to 20 yards. I think he's very accurate. Oh, who say that? I, I, I don't agree with that. I, I agree 10 to 15? Yeah. I think, no, I think 10 to 15, he's extremely accurate. I think, okay, any, I, think any, I think anything 20 yards plus is kind of a 50-50 ball for him. I so think you think, so really you think more of, because at LSU, he threw it all this year. Yeah, so he did. more of the receiver just beating the, beating the. Nah. No, I, I just think I, I think Jamar Chase was a dog. That yeah, that, I agree. That that, that college football hasn't seen in a long, long time. Played very well. Yeah. 
He did. I think Jamar Chase is the best college football receiver since Amari Cooper. Facts. Facts. So I think to me, I think he dominated because a lot of times, like the ball was there. It was it was a good pass. It wasn't a great pass, and he just but went Jamar up. Make a crazy play on it. He went and took it, and then he couldn't yeah, get tackled, and then he crazy and play on it. For those last 10 to 15 yards of the game. Like, it was yeah. almost like with Jamar, you almost wouldn't even get mad at the DB because it was almost like, it's almost what you want the DB to do because this nigga just went up and got that bitch. Like, exactly. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, did, like, I, I didn't see a lot of times, but I was like, damn, that was a perfect deep ball. It was it was more so like, damn, Jamar Chase just made a hell of a play or damn. What, what about the Nah, I see what you're saying. Perfect balls were the short passes for real, for real. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like yeah. out route, uh, Joe Burrow's one of the best out route throwers yeah. in college football. He going to hit that out route on time. He going to hit it where, where, where Mr. Jefferson can catch it, square you up, and then get you down the sideline. You know what I'm saying? Or those deep over routes, you know what I'm saying, off that play action. Yeah. He was perfect at those. That's what he brought that. He strides where he can catch it. Hit that sideline and turn it up and go score, but I don't think I don't think like if it was a deep post route, I don't I, I can see it being a little left hash more than right hash. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you say, a little the down down to open up more so than just that like, running under. Out of the yeah, yeah just a little bit, just a notch. It's still gonna yeah, get there. Yeah. It's still gonna get to where it's going, but it won't be like I don't got a break stride. I can just run under. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna yeah. be more so like I kind of adjust, make the play, and then you know what I'm saying. Okay. Instead of it being touchdown, it may be a, a sixty-yard completion. You know what yeah. I don't know. We really had that kind of quarterback in this draft, though. We did. I don't think Tua. I don't think there's been a quarterback like that since Andrew. Two of them, man. Two of the one of the best post routes, man. I got to go about two. I'll give you two. I can give you two. Two of can throw the ball off any leg, dog. Yeah, no, two. I mean, I thought like two of that type of accurate type of throw. Because I feel like Joe Moore, Joe Moore. Break the pocket, keep the play alive. But Tua could just, he could let that bitch rip. To me, that's Joe's best trait. Joe Burrow, to me, is the best quarterback I've seen in a long time that's able to extend plays. Yeah. That's that's not like a super athlete. Like, he's not like yeah, a 4-4 you know, four, four athlete. Even I saw it in his high school highlight tape. And I, I was watching his high school highlight tape, and he did. I'm like, damn, he really been doing this since high school with this extending the play. Yeah. Like, Somehow he's able to come out of two broken tackles and make a deep throw down the field with like somebody wide open. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he he really does that. I give him that. I'm trying to down. think though, who who in the NFL can you compare Joe to mobility wise? Like he's he not he's not a Lamar Jackson, of course, or even like, I would say the Carson Wentz of the world. Carson okay. Wentz. I'm I would say more Aaron Rodgers than Carson Wentz. Because Carson Wentz can pull that read option on you and hit the sideline if you really wanted to. I okay, think Joe, listen. I think Joe, Joe can do a little like that. No, I'm, Joe, saying Carson, I'm saying Carson Wentz, like that year that the Eagles won the Super Bowl, Carson Wentz was moving that year. Carson Wentz I was think really Joe moving that Now, I don't know Joseph. if Joe runs behind his path, maybe you're saying, as far as how Carson kind of did it. But I think he still can't get there to the point where he's gonna get his yardage on that zone read. I think I, I think it's more Aaron Rodgers to where like he he gonna catch you slipping for the 15. You feel me? When and he get one of those open move dead legs. Yeah, he ain't gonna yeah. pull, oh shit, he caught for the 15 real quick. You feel me? Oh shit. One of open field dead legs. Yeah, we gotta watch out for the yeah, white one catching catch us slipping. You feel me? I knew what you were saying. Carson Wentz was really like he ran out in college. Like he was 
pulling it and going to college. Like he but really I think I think Aaron more so times. trying to get out of bounds though. A slide. I don't really think Joe trying to slide like that. Because of his mentality, I think he's a tough-minded kid. Yeah, he bigger, too. He bigger than uh, Rodgers, yeah. probably. So that's probably Carson Wentz wearing 4'7". Yeah, I'm like, not saying he, Carson wearing 4'7". Yeah. He can move. Yeah, Carson, like, Carson's moving out there, though. I give it to him. Carson, I think Carson that's really why move. he got hurt trying to eat yeah, on that he, he, Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. He got hurt because he was really trying to, like, still move on bitches for real. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, it, it, he can he can really do that. Like that's that that was his that was his thing for real. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like Joe Burrow can move. Like I think his is more escaping and extend plays and extending time. Very similar to Aaron, what Aaron Rodgers can do um, within the pocket to be able to extend just enough to where I can I can find somebody down the field and, and make a make a throw that you know what I'm saying make a make a play happen and break out of the tackle or two and make that and make that play. So that's why that's why I see him more there. Um, or there than necessarily um, uh, Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz could really, like, he could really move. Like if you if you don't be right down Carson, like he out of there. Carson nasty, his pocket presence, his open field, he can he can do something. He gonna do it, yeah. Like Lou, y'all stashing um tour. I'm trying to stashing. Why not? Man, I got Ryan Fitzpatrick and John Rosen to, to take it more for the damage if this offensive line don't look good this first year. I can't let two of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't blame you. I gotta, I gotta let two get this baskiness and this and this football knowledge of it, and just come out here and fuck y'all up in a year and a half. I ain't gonna lie to you. We fucking up the league. See, here's our example real quick. Let me show y'all this real quick. Let me see if I can. D D y'all gonna deal with him more than. You said what, Key? Y'all might deal with him once a year, right? The Dolphins. Yeah, we'll probably play him next year. Yeah, we'll probably play him next year. year. Yeah, we'll definitely probably play him next year. So this is the play. This is actually the play I was talking about with with, uh, with Burrow. See, like, he can throw, but see, it's just, you feel me? If if three ain't, if three ain't fucked that up as bad, who is that, Tyson Campbell? Yeah. If Tyson Campbell don't fuck that up as bad as he do, that's an interception, you feel me? Like he can push the ball downfield, but definitely to me, that's bad shoulder. Guy. Marshall, like nah. making the play than necessarily yeah. like yeah. Joe Burrow hitting the dime down the field. Like that was really underthrown at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like I, he can I make bad throws. shoulder. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's bad shoulder too. A bad shoulder. Joe knows. Bad shoulder is never inside though. He know. He know. He goes He's inside. Look what he catch that. He catch that ball in, on the on inside of, almost on the. A yard inside <laughs> numbers. That shoulders out here. You feel me? That's that's on the sideline. That's why I feel like it is a little more like he got it out there. He put it up there for his guy, but he was trying to go back shoulder, but it was uh, slightly more inside. You know what I'm saying? I think this was another one. And that corner ain't turned his head around either. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. If Tyson Campbell don't fuck that up as bad as he fucked it up, it probably ain't, it probably don't look as bad. Where's the other one? Nah. But that's why I feel like as far as Joe, like he's good. I love Joe. I think he's a really good quarterback. I just feel like deep ball, he got to – if he improved that, and that's probably just arm strength working on that. I think once he gets that, he's going to be a, a really a full top-notch guy as far as being able to hit all the intermediate. That's what I'm worried about Joe at, coming off that play action, hitting them intermediate slants, 
digs, corner outs. Yeah, he out, put out, a hole, he put a hole in the receiver chest, boy. Yeah, exactly. Side. He gonna put it. He putting it right down the money. I, I give him that. I can't. I can't knock that at all. Well, he's one, of, he's one of the best to, to, to do that. For sure. What else you got, though, Keith? And I had I had the Buccaneers. I think they all hype right now, but I don't think this is going to translate to the field, dude. Tom Brady can't throw no more, man. <laughs> I think, and then I think also I think Gronk like, will put his body on the line consecutively like he did in the end. <laughs> I really now, I'm not going to say that. I think that's just naturally Gronk. I think naturally Gronk is a reckless big nigga on that field. And I feel like, of course, it's a mindset that he know he Gronk. And plus, he ain't played in a whole year. So I think his body right. But I just don't think Tom Brady behind the Buccaneers line that I can't promise he's going to sit there and protect that boy like that in a, in a deep throwing offense like Bruce Arians truly want to throw. Let's be real. Bruce Arians trying to push this bitch down the field, bro. Tom Brady ain't pushed his bitch down field since he had Randy for real, for real. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, like, you got and you got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you This receivers helped lead the league in passing yards, so you supposed to be going down the field. So, I don't know. They, they, can, they might be all right, but I think they have to have a run. I think a lot of that him coming back and playing, like in New England, say he get hurt, a serious injury, that he'll come back. I think a lot of that was because – the coaching staff and the organization, he just felt like he had he had to do it for them. But New England was saying something on ESPN, like Belichick had to really convince him to come back and put his body on the line. Yeah. yeah plus, it's New England. That man was having no damn fun in New England. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to have fun, man. <laughs> I agree. I, I, think, I think what people don't realize, to your point, Keith, <clears throat> Tom Brady's been in the same offense his whole entire career. It was the same offense that he's running right now that Josh McDaniels called is the same offense Charlie Weiss installed in 2001. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a Charlie Weiss's offense, option-based. You know what I'm saying? I got an inside, a, a vertical, and an outside combination of every single route. Um, and then having a slot receiver, because again, Bucks don't really have a slot receiver. Um, and yeah, they don't. Evans not a slot. He's not a slot. And Tom Brady has always been best with a great slot receiver. Like, yeah, you know, Randy Moss was great, but, like, he was burning people. Mike oh, yeah, Moss. didn't burn nobody. You know what I'm saying? Right. You go Definitely ain't going to burn nobody. Talk about longevity, Moss. Yeah. Boy, Moss. He, he like, he got to jump ball people. And those are 50-50 balls that don't always come out in your favor. Um, so I agree with you. I don't think the Bucs – I think there are a lot of hype right now. I honestly think the Saints are a better team than, than the Bucs are. Speaking of that, D, guess who they got open tonight? The First night, y'all, right? And then if you look at it, Tom about to turn. He turned 43 a month before the season started. He turned 43. That man, oh, he ain't got no red far on and he That's was a shell of himself last year. He did not look good last year by any stretch of the imagination. And I know if they go good, if they, if they win a couple of games, everybody going to be all on them. They this and that. But what if it go bad for them? You think Brock will be interested in playing? Like, I'm like, Lou, I just don't see it. That shit can go sour quick because he'll not even now. All of a sudden, Mike Evans not getting his touches. Oh, yeah. yeah dog. Chris yeah, Godwin like, touches. He just he just had a, a, a crazy year. He trying to get him some money. You know what I'm saying? Like it can go crazy, bro. 
Yeah, might might take the helmet off on you too. Listen, if if it gets to this point where y'all think, hey, I've been a dog, I've been a dude down here, you feel me? So, yeah. I don't know. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't yeah. jumping on the Bucks train, so I really yeah, see I ain't it. jumping I ain't on the see it. It yeah, could. I, 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 think, good. I, I agree. I think um, and even when you look at, like you said, Aaron's system, Lou, you really want to push the ball down. He's not. He's trying to go downfield. He wants to take shots. He's an aggressive. Yeah. Tom, Tom, not doing that. That's not Tom. He's not that ball down there like that. He's underneath. He's He's like He's underneath. He's 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 because of the yeah. way he's kicking you apart with the short passes, the clock keep moving. Yeah. You had like Welker and people like that. And he definitely need a running back. Running back that can catch out the backfield too. Yeah, I'm about to say, I don't know if Ronald Jones is the guy. I don't know if they drafted somebody else to play running back, but Ronald Jones, I, I can't say they're going to make him. I don't think they got that grinding out offense all day. Oh, not at all. Not at all. I think they're going to struggle. And even their defense is good against the run. But I don't feel like they have an elite corner that that who's gonna guard Mike Michael Thomas? Right, nobody. They, they got some young guys, but I don't know if anybody ready to make that step though. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's nobody. I don't think they have, don't have anybody to guard Michael Thomas one on one when it really comes down to it. And to I me, think that's the best receiver in the league right now is Michael Thomas. Right. So, nah, until somebody can until they get somebody who can guard him and stop him with on third and seven when he when okay, he Luke. This okay, did you got him over Julio? You said what? You got him over Julio? Off of last season, you can do production. Okay. 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 Now, if you're telling me who I'm going to take first in the in the, in the fantasy draft, I'm going to take Julio first. But I think as far as just off of production last year, you got to give it to Michael Thomas. I mean, you dominated. Yeah, you got to give it to Michael Thomas. He dominated even when Drew Brees went out. That's why I feel like he really, he really earned his respect. It was like, okay, Drew Brees is out. I got Teddy Bridgewater, which Teddy Bridgewater isn't a slouch. I love Teddy Bridgewater. I got Teddy Bridgewater, I'm still dominating. I'm still getting my 15 catches. Like, putting in some yards. It's not too many receivers I've truly seen, like, completely beat up DBs. Bumper run covers. Like, Mike Thomas don't play, bro. Like, runs a 4 Who run? I, I, I can't remember the last receiver that runs a 4 5 7 that can dominate like this. Dog, and that's right. the thing. Like he's not fast at all, but he just he's not fast at all. And dominates consistently. Dominates. I gotta give him his props. You know what I'm saying? That's why I yeah. give him that's his props. Because Julio is is a is a freak of nature. Athletic freak. The yeah. closest I could say I remember, but I I don't know if he was quite on my level. Anquan was pretty physical, dog. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, he never hit the stratosphere. Might hit though. Yeah, he wasn't on that level. Though. But even Anquan was before the freak of the freak DBs came into the league. The Patrick Petersons yeah. and the yeah, you right. Jalen Ramseys and all them came into he the league. He saw a lot of the five six, ten guys. Corners, four, yeah, four, four, four. Anquan yeah, saw the freaks out here that just Marlon yeah. Humphreys and all these type of guys. Anquan was bullying the little guys out there. Yeah, yeah. he was bullying he saw the five ten. Him. Get out! Yeah, slapping <laughs> them in the head. <laughs> For real, and, and, and that's a great point. Though. I think Anquan was, uh, and I think he's very underrated too. I think Anquan is one of the most underrated receivers of all time. Uh, really, though, looking back at it, in that time, think of the time frame he played in. Who you, 
Who you put them over as far as? Who? Oh. I feel like it was him and Larry Fitzgerald. Granted, it was both on the same team, but and Steve Smith. Nah, that's one of the best duos. You can put yeah, Steve Smith in that conversation. He did. I think oh, Steve, Steve Smith, Smith, Antonio Holmes. Um, you put him over. You put him over those guys. No, I'm just saying the guys that's in that conversation. You um, talking about like the more smoother receivers, like the just everybody who I feel like was a top receiver during that time period was was probably Steve Smith, Antonio Holmes. Larry Fitzgerald and Quan Bolden. We had Megatron in that in that time. Yeah, Marvin. You gotta throw in Marvin. Yeah, Marvin. I mean, he was kind of on the back end, but I could I thought yeah. I put Reggie Wayne. When Anquan came in though, when Anquan came in, two thousand Ocho. Ocho. Yeah, Ocho was kind of still in that in that little bit of prime. Marvin was kind of on the back end of that though, Lou. Um, more so, like I feel like Reggie Wayne was more so the guy than uh, than Marvin. Yeah, Marvin oh, right. with that with that eyes and bruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I said y'all. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I see the tear. No, I see the tear. Yeah, I see the tear. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Reggie Wayne. Wayne kind of took over and dominated that kind of last Ooh. stretch of the Colts. Yeah, Reggie Wayne. No, nah, Reggie Wayne was that guy. It was him and Dallas. Reggie was too, boy. I, I saw on Twitter Reggie Wayne, uh, that levels play that they ran, um, basically where, where Reggie Wayne or Marvin Harrison ran that five-yard in route. Uh, Reggie Wayne put on Twitter. He was like, "That was basically a run play for them." Um, let me see if I can find some cutups. Yeah, that's what it was about. The, the short pass, like run plays, and like yeah, the high completion percentage. And uh, he was like, "That was basically our first down run play." Um, he was like, it was, "We ran that on every first down." <laughs> you know that's what I'm saying. Like, Brady had that with well, Ralph. Uh, the first down. Pass or you know us for show, seven yards. Exactly. You ain't got that right now. Exactly. Let me see if I can find. Uh, I can find that on Twitter so I can pull up those cutups real quick. I got one more for you, Lou. After these, right. go ahead, go ahead, Key. While I'm searching. I think Alabama, I think the dynasty over. Of course yeah. they're over. But look, I think they still gonna be good, but I don't think they go dominate like they did in the recent. Listen, here's the stat that, listen, here's the stat that I looked at earlier today when I was looking at 247. You know, I hop on there and see what the recruit look rank is looking like. Alabama's right. not even in the top 15. They not. I see. Once I saw that, they let me know Alabama. That's a the recruitment rankings? I kind of gave them a pass for that because sometimes I notice they start off a little late. They do, but, bro, you know how much they got a game, bro? Four five stars. But they they behind right now, dude. Hey, bro, they not even in the top 15. They behind. Once I saw that, I said, bro, that's hard to come back from, bro. Iowa and Minnesota are number six and number seven right now. Yeah. I saw, I saw Iowa was yeah. up. There. I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I think the addition to the NFL coaches coming coming to college football is just turning into it's more competitive as far as like okay, because I ain't gonna lie, the SEC ain't do that good last year either. As far as like bowl games. Is a whole y'all won y'all bowl game right, Lou? They lost to the upper echelon though. I ain't gonna lie to you. The Minnesota, Minnesota beat us. Beat, beat. Minnesota beat Auburn, right? Yeah, Minnesota beat Auburn. Who else lost? I don't think too many of us lost, though, Key. 
Georgia, Georgia beat Baylor. I think Mississippi State, man. I don't think Mississippi State went there, man. Yeah, the top, the top ten did pretty good, I guess. Yeah, I was like, maybe two of them, maybe like maybe Texas yeah. and them lost, maybe. But like yeah, as a whole, yeah. I think Florida, Georgia, LSU, Bama beat Michigan. So yeah, the top ten still did. Yeah, Bama beat Michigan. But even in that Bama game, Bama was that game was close. That game was close until like halftime. After halftime. Bama kind of adjusted, and Harbaugh couldn't adjust. So I know Bama Kentucky. I think Kentucky won. I think Kentucky South Carolina won. might have lost. I don't know. I gotta look that up. Well, yeah, I, that was that was gonna be one of my hot takes for the for the night. Is that the, <clears throat> the SEC is overrated? But, but I didn't want to go there with two SEC. Uh, two nah, SEC no, guys. I mean. <laughs> but what's overrated though? Though, like I mean, I, feel like, I, I, feel, I mean, overrated. Like, what's overrated? What's overrated? Yeah, what's no, I mean, overrated? I mean, overrated as far as like for the for the amount of praise that the SEC gets. How many SEC guys are at the top of their position in the NFL? And there's no to me to me there there aren't many SEC guys. It's like the best quarterback, the best quarterback in the league isn't from the SEC. Best running back in the league isn't from the SEC. Best receiver in the league isn't from the ACC. You got a couple safeties. That's what I mean. Like maybe, yeah, probably defense. Maybe, maybe you could probably say safety. Um, but even that's a conversation. You know what I'm saying? It's for that's what I mean as far as like for the amount of praise and how many draft picks get drafted from the SEC every single year. They don't have many like the best play, the best left, even best left tackle in the best left tackle, the best guard, the best center, like aren't from the SEC for it to be as dominant as it is like they aren't putting the best at the positions in the NFL. so who so who is the best conference in football in your opinion well I'm, I'm not saying that i'm just saying for that for i'm saying as far as the, the amount of praise that sec gets they don't put out top nfl players i mean I what SEC saying. players is, is maybe jamal adams but outside of jamal adams what sec that's why i say safety jamal adams I see what you're saying. No, it's not too many. I can't say a lot of them are truly SEC guys. I see what you're saying. That's what I meant. You think Haha was so overrated? Oh yeah, Haha is definitely overrated. He definitely he's 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 brought some of his, you know, what about his Eddie Jackson? A little bit, but he was definitely overrated for a while. What about Eddie Jackson? Oh yeah, I love Eddie. I think Eddie. I think Eddie's better than Haha. I think Eddie's the yeah. best Alabama DB. The cup that. Him and, he's the best Alabama safety, and Marlon Humphrey is the best Alabama corner. I mean, I don't think I don't think the SEC put out the best, of course, NFL players, but they got some pretty good ones, you know. Yeah, some pretty. I mean, as far as like, like the SEC has had the most players drafted since two thousand and eight. So for the last twelve years, I've had the most players drafted for the last twelve years. So for yeah. the last twelve, if you and for twelve years straight, you have more draft picks than any other conference. You should at least have like five or six positions that you at least got the best player at that position from the SEC. You know what I'm saying? That's why yeah. I say that. As as far as that, I feel like most of them coming to the NFL and they're at that point they kind of get it's kind of more even more so than it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like, see okay, like if we go position by position, quarterback. Okay, we can go I don't time between – let's go time between Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. So, ACC and what, – what are they in? Uh, big, 
What is that? What what does Texas Tech in the? Uh, I think that's the Big Twelve. No, it's Big Twelve as well. Big Twelve. Yeah. Well, I also okay. feel like we're never truly been like a quarterback. Quarterback. I was finna say that, Lou. We're I don't think we've ever true. been like a quarterback dominant type of conference. It's always been, listen. It's all the SEC is all about physicality and athleticism. Yeah. That's what that's why I feel like I give y'all running back. Cause you got Nate Chubb, you got Josh Jacobs, you got Derrick Henry, you got three SEC guys that dominated last year. Then we got um we just talk about it from Georgia. Gurley, but he I mean he injured in the same player. Yeah, he ain't the same. I don't know the, I don't but know. Gurley was Gurley was he was high. at one point the best running back in the league, I give you that. Before the injury, before the knee. Before the injury. Best receiver. Was Michael Thomas another Big Ten best tight end? I mean, I guess George Kittle. Odell went wild for a minute though. He did but, for a minute. Like, we for have a minute. But I feel like Odell hasn't been Odell for at least three years. Like hands down, the best. But I mean, we still got the Julios of the world. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? like there's some very good receivers as far as that. I give you Julio, but I mean, even if Julio, Julio got drafted what? Oh nine. Jarvis, I mean, I mean, as far as elite, now, it was like, you know, different ways, but Jarvis, Odell, I mean, Odell may not be in the peak of what he was, but Odell. But well, Odell hasn't been Odell in at least three years. I think he's still going. Did he have a band last year? Barely. He scraped that motherfucker. Now I'm not, I'm not saying he up echelon anymore, but it's still going to be. You'll take Odell over a lot of niggas. Off of, off of face, yes, off face. Personally, I just feel like Baker Mayfield is not good enough to feed everybody on the team. Personally, I feel he like he had a thousand and thirty-five yards. So he just you take, you taking him all. Okay, he got Baker Mayfield throwing him the ball. I ain't y'all man. He got the best he can do. But even before that, he had a thousand fifty-two. Eli, he said who? Say he had a thousand and fifty-two with Eli that previous. We got year. some. Hey, we got some linebackers though. We got a couple linebackers. I'll probably say the best linebacker in the game was probably Luke Keekley before he retired. And after him, I'll probably say Bobby Wagner. Yeah, Bobby was a, was a small school guy. Um, Luke Keekley was ACC. Yeah, he was ACC. Um, what you think about Deion Jones? I like Deion. I think he's in that next. He's in that second tier guy. Yeah, I yeah, he's coming along. He didn't need me in that shit. Guy. I think he's in the second tier. I can't ever give Deion one of those like, oh my gosh, top five guys. Like, I like Deion, but, but like, he more Deion more of a more of a a playmaker line. Like he he, he catch yeah, he's good. I like him. I like I like Deion yeah. Jones. I put him in that second tier like Deion Jones, Fred Warner from San Francisco. Um, guys like that, like they're really good guys. I, I like him a lot. I. I don't think he's in the same class as Luke Keekley and, and, and Bobby. Oh Wagner. no! Oh no! That's that, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. As far as like, I feel like you got, that tier, you got like the the the, yeah. the the Deion Jones and all those guys. DJ was arguably up there, but not he don't play for y'all anymore. I'm unfortunately ain't playing at that level anymore. Even CJ, CJ to me, I, I like CJ a lot, but like CJ wasn't Luke Keekley. I'm not, but I still think he could probably be. Now it was only really a, a, when Luke Keekley was it was in that range. It was only what him. And who else you want to say? Bobby I mean, Wagner. I kind of feel, and who? And Bobby Wagner. With them two, that was kind of them two and everybody else. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? But I That's, what I'm saying. That's why I feel like I feel like it was Patrick Willis, Luke Keekley, Bobby Wagner, and every other every other linebacker. Yeah, I can't put two. And I feel like once Pat retired, Luke Keekley took the top spot. That Luke Keekley's ball. 
Bobby White. Ryan was supposed to make that move too. Ryan Shazier yeah. was on his way, but of course, you know what happened with that situation. But of course, yeah, Ryan was on his way. Definitely with him, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's I think Devin White. I think Devin White is on his way to that too. I think yeah, he's like on that Devin White and Devin Bush. Yeah, I think they Devin got that physical. I think De- I think Devin got that physicality. Deion Wilson truly, truly, truly had. Yeah, Deion not on that level physically. Yeah, like that. Devin, Devin like nasty. He come at you, you going back, you going back. I feel like best edge rusher. I feel like most of the best edge rushers. I can't really think of a great SEC edge rusher. I feel like best SEC edge rusher was a rookie last year, Alan, and that was uh, Josh Allen from Kentucky. Yeah. yeah, probably D. I would say Carlos Dunlap was up there. Other than that, oh, I can't Carlos say. Carlos had an average year last year. I'm, I'm saying he was up there one, but I can't say he was at his peak anymore. But during his time, I said that was probably the best one as far as Yeah, Yeah, nine sacks last year. How many he got in his career? Uh, 81 and a half. And what, going on year? No, going on 13? Going on year 11. Okay, he got a chance at he got a chance at a hundred. I think Daniel oh, yeah, be pretty good too. Daniel up there, he 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 pretty good. Oh yeah, Daniel is definitely in that conversation. Daniel up there, he's definitely in that conversation. That's what I'm saying. They not we don't have like that. I see what you're saying. Like since the Julio Jones, OJ Greens of the world. We ain't been like Josh Allen, Josh Allen had ten and a half. He had more than Carlos Dunlap had, and he didn't even start last year. That's why. Yeah, Josh, is <laughs> Josh gonna be a different type of animal, though. Yeah, he is. I, I, I think Josh Allen was probably. I think he's gonna help bring that SEC name back a little bit, as far as you know, defensive guys. But that's what I'm saying. As far as like for the most part, like even corner, like the best corner, Stephon Gilmore, that's SEC. I give you that one. That's probably the one guy that's uh, top is was. Yeah, he held it down for a while. Pat Pete ain't been Pat Pete in at least two years, though. I feel you, but he held it down for a while, though. Yeah. yeah I, I'm just saying as far as that. I ain't saying, I mean, Joe Hayes case, I mean, there's a lot of guys. Now, you I, I see you. They weren't the Bay. You got the Joe Hayes of the world, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, got the Joes. Joe was good about three years ago. Joe's still one of the best. I can't. Joe's still one of the better defensive backs in the league. I, he's still productive, cuz. You can't take that away from Joe Hayes, bro. I ain't gonna lie, once I saw Lamar throw the go route against him and cover through, I lost all respect. Nigga, who did who <laughs> did Lamar throw a go route against last year? So fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of course, Hollywood had one foot, Louis. He still caught him on Joe, dog. Can't go through it. Nah, y'all beat everybody ass, nigga. I get it. Y'all threw a go route against a lot of people. <laughs> so, of course, hey, you don't that, let, me, let, me, let me jump on something real quick. What did y'all think? I don't know if y'all saw the article I sent to the, to the uh, group chat, but what did y'all think about? Uh, Hollywood Brown only having one foot last year. And still seems to have been a very productive rookie in uh, his outlook for 2020. What y'all think? We will we see. Now, he had a Liz Frank injury. He had two, scr- he had two screws in his left foot. That was, that's pretty impressive, man. Because I couldn't yeah. tell. Yeah, he had two screws in his left foot. He said there was a lot of times where he couldn't even walk during the week. Um, he said he said he couldn't even feel his toes. He said he was running off his three middle toes on his left come foot. Out, come out and ball. Do your thing, coach. Something, something. That's, what, that's all I can say, big homie. Yeah, I'm the fast guy in the league. So come he out said, here. He said at Oklahoma, he hit 23 miles per hour routinely. He said last year, he couldn't even hit 20. 
Hey, come out here and show me what they what they do. So what do y'all think about what do y'all think about Hollywood? Do y'all think Hollywood is was a was a was a production of Lamar or do y'all think he actually got talent? It's hard to say off rookie year. I think he definitely yeah, obviously he has talent, but let's see what type of tier he's gonna go to. Is he just a uh 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 now Mike Wallace was good, but we all know the type of we don't put Mike Wallace, people gotta forget the type of impact Mike Wallace had as far as what he is he Mike Wallace or is he Do Mike Wallace make that one hand catch he made in the playoffs though? I don't know. Mike Wallace might have. I ain't gonna say Mike Wallace wasn't like <laughs> Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace wasn't just like a, a a really. I think Mike Wallace was a, a awkward catcher type of situation. I think he kind of could have put that out there and kind of put it in. Yeah, I don't think I Mike think Wallace, Wallace really want to do this one time. Though. You feel me? He wanna. <laughs> I think I think Mike Wallace most likely. But I think Mike Wallace. Was, I feel like Mike Wallace. That's why I say like. Mike Wallace don't get enough respect for kind of the plays he used to kind of make. Like Wallace was very awkward. Yeah, he was awkward, but he made plays. He did. I mean, we had that boy for one year. Trust me, I, I, I love Mike Wallace. I think he's, he's one of the – again, I agree with you. He's one of the most underrated. underrated deep threats. Receivers. He's one of the most underrated deep threats of that, you know what I'm saying, that generation. But as far as that is – Brandon Cooks? Does he better? Who, Hollywood? Yeah. I think Hollywood would be better than Brandon Cook. That's that's probably the comparison. Can't it be a better Brandon? That's a good comparison, Key. Yeah. That's what comparison. I that's what I look at him as but Cook's more of a straight line runner. I think Hollywood could do a little bit more. Mm. He more and I Hollywood, think Hollywood's Hollywood can make you miss too. I think Hollywood's faster than uh than Cook. Oh, of course not. Nah. He's definitely probably faster. But is he just completely like I feel like Brandon? No, that's tough. <laughs> hey, they say Hollywood hit four two. I think Brandon is legitimately like four three, four three three, four three five. Yeah, because that's you did, you did have do. Brandon Cooks in New Orleans. Key, I feel you. I'm saying all Cooks do is run the deep ball, the go route. In the, in the, in the deep dig, oh, he can throw a deep ball, a post, and a deep dig. I think he can run a very good deep dig, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Now Brandon Cooks ever caught a sweat and took it to the crib like Hollywood did? We won. I can't. I can't. I don't know for sure. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe in his New Orleans days. Maybe. And unfortunately, I guess that kind of gives you the the answer as far as impact we expect. We're saying maybe. I can't remember Brandon Cooks truly. Yeah, I can't that. remember. So I we'll see. More so he he burning you and you just ain't got a chance because he's so he's so far away at the moment. Yeah, that's true. And Breeze really ain't you know, had the best deep ball in my opinion. So you know you had to be open. Yeah, it was it was very it was ten point. Just I'm on top yeah. of this nigga. Just don't drop it in this bucket real quick. Yeah, just just get it to me. I'm a score. Yeah, on that tag in shit. <laughs> and really tag in couldn't catch. Yeah, yeah, Dad was a, oh, don't get me started on Ted again. I had some horrible drops with him. He was definitely not a hands catcher. Yeah, look, yeah. Hollywood got potential, but you know what I'm saying? Let's see if he, like, what do you expect the potential to be for Hollywood? You think he'll be Tyreek Hill? I think he's, he's going to put up about 800 yards and, like, seven touchdowns this year. So, a higher, higher potential. What do you think the ceiling is for for Hollywood, I think Hollywood is like is he the Sean Jackson? Yes. I can't give him the Sean Jackson. <laughs> that's the but that's the pretty much let's be real, fellas. That's the ceiling of a, a nigga his size in that type of game. You got to give Sean Jackson. Is he the Sean Jackson? But but Deshaun a little longer than him, 
honestly think that I think that's fairly the same type of body type personally. Yeah, D, D, let me see. Let me get those five, stats. Five, 10, 170. Let me get the measurements, D. Are they high? Okay, I, I got you. Let me let me let me go to Deshaun at, at, at I think Hollywood is heavier personally. So look, so look, this but is I look at he gonna be the point, Lou. That's a that's a great interesting point. Um look uh Hollywood played last season at 157 pounds. Goodness gracious, you are lying. I don't think the shot that he played last year. Nah, the shot about a good 170. But look, but look, look, that's what I'm saying. Hollywood's coming off a foot injury. He said he didn't do what not one single squat last year. Because that nigga was out here doing shit like that at 160 pounds, bro. He did at 157. He played last year at 157 pounds. That's what I'm saying. He Hollywood more miniature. He's straight speed and agility, but I don't think he can go outside like Deshaun. Maybe I'm wrong, but nah, I, I don't see it either. I didn't even think he was that. I don't think he could beat one on one coverage like completely Deshaun used to do in his prime. Yeah, Deshaun was just that speed was Deshaun was insane, bro. Deshaun Deshaun's speed on the field too was all right. So so measurements real quick. So Hollywood was five nine one sixty six at the combine. Deshaun Jackson was six foot. That's what I'm oh, saying. Okay. Okay. More, I didn't think the was little, that long. I didn't the think the a little was more. Foot. I yeah. didn't think the was six foot. Yeah, he a little more outside material. He was six foot, 178. So he was a little longer. Oh. Okay. He got – he was the number one receiver for a minute. Nah, but I said the shot was elite. That's what I said. He was elite, yeah. bro. The shot was elite. Yeah. I mean, he had Jeremy Macklin with him, but – Nah, bitch, we were throwing that shit to 10. Come on, man. Y'all said Miracle in the Meadowlands. Yeah. Come on, I don't know if Hollywood can get to that level. Nah, Hollywood can't call shit like that. I mean, they did drop that first, though. That's not that. Like, Deshaun ain't dropped that point before he took it back. Oh, how many? Let's look at rookie year. Okay, cool. Look at look at rookie year. Look at look at rookie year productions. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good. That's a good stat, though. Let me see. Let me uh, because I think Deshaun came out blazing, bro. Yeah. The sign came out bled. I think it was all purpose too. He was a he was a fool. He was a fool like Kyle too. So yeah, Kyle, he was definitely a fool. All right, so he here we go. Rookie year, rookie year, Deshaun Jackson. Rookie year, Deshaun Jackson put up uh, sixty-two catches, nine hundred and twelve yards, and two touchdowns. Who he had, Lumen? Now, no. Maybe Honestly, I don't think so, bro. I want to. Nah, it wasn't Vic either. It had to be one of them boys. But now, who else I don't know. I mean, I don't think McNabb caught Deshaun, bro. Deshaun I mean, maybe Kevin called, maybe, but I'm pretty sure it was the Donovan McNabb. Dog, Deshaun, dog, McNabb. 2008? When the Super Bowl was? 2004? Uh, no, nah, that was when we was in high school, wasn't it? Nah, Deshaun, we was, we was, was in middle school. school. When they came to Jacksonville, it was in middle school. Yeah. And I think the, the Donovan wasn't there too much longer after that. Deshaun came out 2007. No, it was Donovan McNabb. It wasn't McNabb. Okay. It was Donovan, it was Donovan McNabb uh, and Brian Westbrook was that running back. Kevin Curtis and, and Deshaun Jackson was a two-star receiver. Kevin Curtis, boy, y'all crazy. Boy. <laughs> and Hollywood, so Hollywood rookie of stats, he had 584 yards and seven touchdowns with 46 catches. What? Look at the yards per catch average. Yards per catch average. 
Uh, Hollywood is 12.7. Deshaun is 14.7. Deshaun what, D? 14.7. That's Okay, crazy. not completely off. But that's pretty – that's close. That ain't yeah. – Only two yards. Yeah. Okay, yeah, not completely off. So, possibility. Maybe he can turn into a little type of Deshaun type. We'll see. And here's another big-time stat that I think makes a difference. Hollywood Brown catch percentage was 64.8. Deshaun's was 51.7. Okay, so Hollywood actually so has Hollywood yeah, yeah no. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think Deshaun Hands was like. Oh no, he's definitely not saying that. But it was yeah. more impact. Can can that boy yeah. consistently do what Deshaun did? Right. Deshaun just no, needs to be in the room. Deshaun, it didn't matter if it was over top help. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what I'm saying. So if he, he missed the full two. Right. So if, he, if he missed, I got two feet now. It shouldn't right. matter. Y'all got over top help. That's all I'm you, saying. He waving at the safety, Lou. Hollywood <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had five more touchdowns, though, rookie year. That was up, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know. Hollywood had five more, more TDs, D? Yeah, he had five more TDs. Okay, okay. okay. And, and uh, Deshaun had about 400, about, about about 320 more yards. Yeah, I like I like Hollywood. I just I wanted to see if he could get to that level, to that Number one receiver status. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he I think he'll be a I think he'll be a, the type of receiver that he may not be a, a, a traditional number one, but he'll be a number one in our offense. So pretty much Ty. So pretty much his real season. Oh, that's a good one. Ty. Basically, Ty. Okay. Ty. That's a good one. That's a more better possible. Lou, hey, Lou, that's that's better than the Cooks. Ty. Cause he got a little wiggle like Ty, like he, yeah, I like and, that. And the way he come off that line, cause Ty, you scared with Ty when he yeah. get that head and he just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he, he gave you worry. That's what I'm saying. Hollywood make you he, he coming off the line. You gotta worry about him, cause he gonna hit you with something. Yeah, he gonna hit you with something. So I don't think I'm excited to see both yeah. of them. Um, since we here, what y'all y'all wanna talk about? Let's talk about draft classes. How y'all feel about the draft classes? Um, maybe, you know, obviously everybody like their team's draft classes, but what are some other draft classes that y'all think uh, other teams that have some really good draft classes? For me, I think the Bills, outside of the Ravens, I think, to me, again, I don't want to sound biased. I feel like we had the best draft as far as value and, and production. But outside of us, I think the Bills are one of the teams that had a really good draft as far as value and production, as far as, you know, A.J. Epinesa, guys like that being able to get a guy like A.J. Epinesa, the Panthers as well. Um, another that was, that like, was really my team. That, that, that did a great job of, of acquiring value. So what are, what are some of y'all thoughts on that? Uh, that was my – he's in my – the Panthers, I feel like the the Derrick Brown, your tour, and the, uh, the Jeremy Shannon, the first top three selection, they went all defensive draft. Them three right there, that can really mess them. Them boys grow together and really do something. That's going to be hell for real. Yeah. I mean, I like the Bengals, y'all. You got, you got Joe Burrow, championship quarterback, and then you got Higgins. And Higgins done been to a couple championships, right? Yeah, he done been yeah. to two. He coached by Dabo Sweeney. I mean, yeah. Them boys go make an immediate impact. They definitely, definitely should be. Definitely should be. That's definitely, you, you ride with these Bengals, my dog. Yeah, nah, I mean, I think the Bengals they did it, dog. So you definitely, got, so Bill Burrow's definitely your rookie of the year. Then, yeah, 
I think it's probably a rookie of the year. Maybe it may be just a little biased in it, but you know. Hey, Jimmy, I'm about to say, no, nah, you look lucky. Two are not really probably supposed to play this year. So I can't yeah. really say Tua. Yeah, really Tua, and, and Tua was playing, Tua, and I knew Tua was healthy. He was playing and shit. Then I might have to give it to Tua because Tua gonna have all the opportunity too, dog. That's right. Tua gonna slay that bitch. You get right. It's a natural ability, baby. Tell you, Tua gonna come out here and cut this shit up in two years. I feel like they. I feel like they ready for the football. As a general, they just ready for that. They're gonna be behind on the crowd. Will be behind. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it definitely yeah, too, 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 you that warrior too that y'all needed. You that <laughs> warrior. Play we definitely go. I, I only reason why I put my Ravens up there, I think when you're able to get a guy like Patrick Queen at 28, you know, I can trade up for a guy like that. I think uh again getting JK Dobbins who you know nah, JK is probably the best running back in the best draft. Value, y'all. Best value, yeah. You get him at 55, I think that was tremendous value. Um, and then adding guys like a Devin DuVernay, who only had one drop with over 100 catches in Texas. James Prochet from SMU, who was one of the best. To me, 50-50-ball receivers in the draft. Um, Malik Harrison, who, again, another absolutely great still of a value type of pick. Justin Matabuke from Texas A&M. I feel like he's a poor man's Aaron Donald, worst case. Um, no, so I feel like we got a lot of great value. Tyree Phillips from Mississippi State. I feel like be a, he's going to be a really good walk for us. Uh, play left tackle at Mississippi State. Um, so, you know, I think I think as far as value. Y'all definitely got a deep, deep drive. Y'all definitely. But guys who can come in and play, I can agree. Yeah. A lot of guys, no, they going to play next year. Because yeah. they got a little receiver from Texas. I like him. Yeah, DuVernay. I love DuVernay. And that was like a guy that I was really high on throughout the whole yeah. kind of process. Yeah. You get a guy like that who runs a four three nine with great hands. It's hard to find that that marriage of speed and, and production. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, he was never the reason when they played bad. He was never the reason. Yeah, never the reason. They was the constant. Yeah, he was the constant. He yeah. kept the game like that. That way, to me, one of his most impressive plays. Two of his most impressive plays was against LSU. That one where he caught the slant and the deep tackle. And the second oh, he left everybody. And he broke it and scored, and then the play on, on, on Delpit, where it showed like he was physical. Like most receivers, not go run up on Grant Delpit like that, especially yeah. not no five nine receiver. I hate to say it, but he got my dog twice. He got Delpit on that play, and then another play Delpit had his legs in the backfield, dog, and still couldn't bring him down. He broke that top and ran for like ten yards. Yeah, Duvernay nice. So I feel like, and, and then Prochet too. I like I like James Prochet a lot too. So. And Geno Stone getting got a guy like Geno Stone, who was a really good safety for Iowa in the seventh round. Um, I feel like we, as far as production, value, talent, um, I feel like we did a really good job of sitting and staying patient. Because me, I would have traded up. I know I, <laughs> I, I, I'm glad Eric DaCosta has more patience than I do, because I probably would have traded up several times in the draft. But staying patient, we were able to get 10 picks out of this draft. And, it's rare you get 10 players in one draft. I don't know how the hell y'all got Patrick Queen. I still don't know how the hell. At 28. At 28. Who, who most people had him as the number one true linebacker. Granted, yeah. Isaiah Simmons, you know, played linebacker, safety, whatever. But as far as true linebackers. Queen, most, more, of your, more of your traditional. Exactly. Real deal linebacker. Great linebackers that you see. 
Exactly. Isaiah, I, that's a good one too, Isaiah, because Isaiah is like an all-around football player. Yeah, he yeah. is. I he doesn't really have one position. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have one position. And to get Queen at twenty-eight, when Murray and and Jordan Brooks go literally within five picks of us picking Queen, and we get Queen, who's somebody who's, I mean, tell show me the difference between Queen and Devin White. You right. Know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. Boy, know truly, my, I better say Queen truly might be better, better pass defender, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, Queen, a hell of a cover guy. Yeah, a hell of a cover guy. You know, I don't think Devin White get that interception on tour. Nah, nah, that ain't Devin game. Nah, that ain't, that ain't the game. game. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, because if you Devin. really go back and look at that play, Patrick Queen was, was, it's like he knew what the play was and he knew what tour was going on. That yeah, play. it did. Like he didn't even he saw the he saw the shallow and was like, Oh, I know two of them throw this D. Yeah, yeah. He wants me to come up. Finna throw this D. Right now, I'm gonna go get in the big passing lane yeah. so I can intercept this big. You know what I'm saying? And that was a big that was an underrated play in that game. And without that play, I don't know if if, if y'all dominate like how y'all dominate, because that was right, right before halftime, right? If right. I'm not mistaken, that was right yeah. before halftime. And y'all, I, I think y'all end up scoring, and y'all kind of create yeah. a little more separation. Clyde, going Clyde into scored half, off of that. Clyde scored in exactly. Yeah, he scored half. off of that. So that created a little more separation between y'all going into halftime, and, and mentally, yeah. mentally, that's tough to deal with. Dang, they just got an interception. Yeah, they just they just expanded. You can argue that play, that play changed LSU season. You can argue that. Exactly. You feel me? That game was close too. That was it like was. A- it was a close game until that play. Really, really, it was yeah. a close game. Like, and, and really, that's what you was waiting on. Like, who was gonna be the first team to make a true mistake for that other team to creep in and gain separation? You know. What yeah. I'm saying? So I feel like I feel like Queen, Queen. Just looking at Queen and and, and, and J.K. Dobbins, I feel like value wise, those are two the two best value picks in the draft. Yeah, definitely up there. At 28 and 55. Like, J.K. Dobbins at 55? 55. So there's 54 more players. Still, I definitely thought he would have been gone by then. What y'all, what y'all think about C.D. Lamb? I like C.D. a lot. My thing is, I like C.D. I feel like he ranked number one coming out for me as far as receivers based off production. I still think Jerry Judy may have a better NFL career. My thing with C.D. is I want to see if C.D. can be press man in the NFL. I think that's what everybody's question truly was. That's the question. Yeah, because the conference he was in. That man, that's it. Now, man, they be in. Nobody. I mean, they might have – I can't think of nobody. They had that little Gladney fella from TCU, but I can't – nobody else is good enough to be up there as far as the upper echelon. Big 12, they had no damn corner in who knows how long. Justin Gilbert might have been the last first rounder they had at Florida. And we all see Justin how that Justin Gilbert, you took it back with that one, boo. And then we all see how that panned out. So, for real, yeah. So, yeah, kids. And CD, I mean, unfortunately, he ain't seen nobody, but we'll see. He should be all right, though. Where'd he go again? Cowboys. Dallas? No. Yeah. Right. They yeah, gave him 88, too. And they gave him 88. Oh, he got an 88. Yeah, he got an 88, too. That's that pressure. Listen, you already starting off, boo. Yeah. Irving Dez. Hey, that person. He nice though. Yeah. Yeah. I was say, see, he nice. I like him. Boy, it's gonna be interesting though. I think. Uh, I think this was a really good draft. I think next year's draft is gonna be even more interesting. Looking at some of the early picks. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Jamar Chase go top five. 
Why is that a debate? I'm just saying, I won't. No, I mean, you haven't seen the receiver. That's not a bold statement, in my opinion. I can't. No, I mean, as far as like, when the last time we seen we seen a receiver go top five? Amari Cooper, wasn't it? Oh, let me go check. I believe it was Amari. Let me see. Nah, Mike Evans went number seven. Yeah, he went four. So Amari. Yeah. Mario that was 2015, so that's been five years. That's the best thing we've seen since Amari That's why I said yeah. that y'all think Judy can be better than Cooper. Route running wise, I don't know about physicality. I don't know about the physicality yeah, aspect. Cooper naturally bigger than him. Yeah, like, he, he also plays with a more physical, a physicality to his game, you know, even route run. Jamar, yeah. I mean, that was Jamar, but Judy is a. He's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not he's I can't say, he don't have the physicality to go along with it. With Cooper ran in his 40s. Like 443. Oh, so he got the speed too. Yeah, I'm about to say, Julie is a more of a, you know what I'm saying? going to use his, his, his route running for real, for real. He ran 443. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I wonder how far the pretty routes go get him. Like, is he go? Is he gonna be like a Chad Johnson or that's that's Can my comparison. Number one, just being a route runner. Keep that's yeah. my comparison for him is Chad Johnson. That's your comparison, D. That's a good Chad one. Johnson. The best. Yeah. I feel like he got the best feet since Chad Johnson. But he yeah. didn't. He, he was on Chad level. He Chad and that's what Chad prided himself on was his feet. Yeah, that was his, that was his elite trait. Quickness. That was his elite trait. Yeah, he can beat press man just off his feet. Drake's feet, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jerry got that type of potential, but you know what I'm saying? Got Drew Locke on in the ball, and I feel like you definitely gotta, you gotta, you gotta throw it to him and vote though for really yeah. for Jerry Judy. You know what I'm saying? Impact to really start taking over. Because I don't know if he could, he ain't have Chad hands though. I can't say they're completely Chad hands. I can't say Chad that. Chad took pride in catching the ball, too. Like, you could tell. Jerry not right, though. It was more so the body control and the type of hand that Chad had. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Also, that boy, too, he did have two thumbs with the ball, so he didn't have to work that damn hard catching. That's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> I, seen, I seen Judy drop some, boy. And I was like, he did. Nah, Judy was definitely the guy that dropped some. Devontae took over as the number one receiver this year. That's the motherfucker people that are watch out. Now, I'm going to let you know, I think Devontae also might go top 10 next year. I'm yeah. Devontae. I Devontae a bad boy. I don't think so because I don't think he's going to run. I don't think he's going to run faster than 445. I think, no. I honestly think. I oh, think I think that's his 40, but I think production. I think he's going to run about 4-4-8-4-5-0-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-
And then, like you said, Boston, out of it, <laughs> ain't nobody running by Stingley like that twice. Yeah, I mean, Corey wasn't looking, but dog, like right. you gotta have some real speed to stay on top of Stingley. Yeah, but I think that's Stingley's the only game I really seen Stingley play. get it. Like, get because he ran four four six in high school. You feel but me? I think it's at least four four five to four four three. I think it's the same thing on top yeah. of Amari type of situation. I don't say it's like four three eight. I ain't completely saying that. He he also has gotten longer and stronger in that stride. Oh yeah, he got a lot stronger. You can but see. But I think there. it's at least four four three to four four five. Because when he came to Alabama, he was strong. He was strong. Uh, he was like, uh, two that nigga taking slant sixty yards to the crib, cuz. What you said, D four four five. No, I think four four eight. I think four four eight. The four five flat is his. So you think him and CD Lamb the same speed? Think about that, D. Because I don't think. But Jerry Judy ran. But Jerry Judy ran that too, though. I thought I he was about 4-5. I thought Jerry was about 4-4-7 to 4-5. I didn't think it was completely fully blazing once we got closer. It was the quickness to him. You feel me? Devontae, I think it's truly his speed. Yeah, he's he flying, dog. Like, I don't think speed. Justin Jefferson faster than – I don't think Justin Jefferson faster than him. I'm just trying to figure out how Justin Jefferson ran 4-4-3, but I don't That's know how he ran 4-4-3. But I, my dog Jefferson was – I don't know. He was just – that's crazy. Right, but Jefferson got it in his genes. I feel like Devontae's more game speed when he catches you slipping because you don't think he's <laughs> That's why he catches you slipping because you don't. And, and, and he breaks the tackle, and then it's him in the end zone. You feel me? I don't, I don't know think... a 4 5 flat. Can, I don't know a 4 5 flat blow the top off when boys in that championship game like that, bro. I don't do that for a 4 5. But I really feel like that was a safety ago. fault because the safety size and didn't get over there in time. Bro. Oh, yeah, that door was knew he was going there before Tua threw that fucking ball. Tua knew he was going to throw that fucking deep ball. Nah, he so, said that. Nah, he saw he said he saw that. Before he threw that bitch. Right when he came off, like, he didn't even look at the safety. Like, he looked, he came off and like, oh, you really ain't going to go to that sideline? Okay, I'm going to throw this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it was more the safety's fault than Devontae just burning shit. I see what you're saying. Now. I see what you're saying. I like the Devontae. Go, I got to go watch. I got to go watch his highlights tonight. Again, he I watched enough of them. Being in the SEC West. Four four two is like I can run four three nine on a bad on a on a perfect day. I don't think and I don't think Devontae can ever hit four three nine. He likes it. That's that's definitely gonna be one of the the forty. That's gonna be a great conversation. Hold on, I'll be right back. Yeah, because I think in Lou, I think with him being that light and he got a whole couple months to work on his forty time. Exactly like Justin Jefferson, bro. Like I'm just gonna be the same type of situation, bro. He gonna run yeah. a crazy play. If Justin Jefferson can run four four three. I'm sorry, I think Devontae can. Run I think Devontae can run that too. Cause Devontae, in my opinion, he more of a of a faster straight line runner than Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. Just, you could see Jefferson's the speed. quickness. I always felt like it was Jefferson's quickness. It was never his yeah. speed. It was a quick bit. Devontae right. really. That's the one they throwing deep to, dog. Yeah. And I, I was surprised Jefferson ran that because I was like, damn, you, you yeah. ain't seen no folk no. Nah. Oh, like. Even when he was running up that sideline on that outride against Texas, though, I can't say that was 443. Yeah. I, I can't say that was 443, dog. I seen, like, like maybe high 44. Yeah. I seen the game speed, like, you know, like, okay, he stiff on somebody on that play. You know what I'm saying? Bad angle. You know what I'm saying? Make yeah. some twerk. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely tough on that one. So we'll, we'll, I don't know. That's, 
Oh, uh, I think Devontae definitely would definitely be the second receiver taking on the board behind Tamar Chase. Yeah, because he he done did for so long. No, Devontae had to come back. It's either gonna be him, Jalen Waddle, same homeboy on his team. I think Jalen. Oh yeah, Waddle fast too. Type of athlete. I think yeah. he's on. He that crazy type of athlete. You seen him in that Auburn game? Yeah, no touchdown, yeah that's crazy, bro. All you gotta do is touch the ball. Yeah, I like Jalen Waddle though. Jalen nasty, man. Yeah, dog. That's I don't know. Jalen definitely should be running four three out here. Yeah, yeah. The Waddle got the four three in the show. Trying to see who else was receiver coming. I think it's really Jamar Chase and Devontae and everybody else, dog. Jamar Chase. As far as first round, yeah, I got to see them other conferences how they look, and they always have somebody. I like the USC got a little Amara, but I don't know if you're gonna go first round. Though I thought with Amara, say Brown. Remember that five star that came out a couple years ago? Yeah, yeah. He's straight now. He's straight, yeah. but I don't know if he'll put him first round though. Ain't his daddy? His daddy played or something? I don't know if his dad played. He got a no. It was his uh his brother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who came from same? Uh, who came from Notre Dame? He played for the Packers. Yeah, yeah. And I think another one that just. I think another one played in college too. Yeah, so that was you're gonna see if that's the case. But yeah, the next year draft will be interesting. Who you like the first round? The first overall pick. The first pick in next year draft. Woo. I don't know. That's still to be seen, right there. Yeah. Who you got, Lou? I may go to offensive tackle from uh, Oregon. I had to do a little research on some folks for uh, next year. Oregon got them a five star. Compared them to Jason Peters, five star. Yeah. I don't know if he's a five star or not. Panay, was it Panay Sewell? Yeah, yeah, he's nice. What I want to ask you, who did? Yeah, you, who nice. got the best uh, college football team for next year? No, ever. Oh yeah, I know. I wanted to end with I wanted to end with that too. Ever, I mean, I'm still going with the 01 Hurricanes just for the fact of like, I feel like there was never there 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 has never and there never will ever be another football team that loaded on the two deep roster. Um, where you where you got superstars backing up superstars, and and I feel like the prime example of that is Sean Taylor backing up Andy Reid. Like that's it. Or or Clinton Port Willis McGay backing up Clinton Portis, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it it was superstars on superstars on that 2000 and 2001 through 2002, which we would have won back to back championship is if it wasn't for that bullshit passing appearance call against Ohio State. Um, so I think I honestly, and I'm not just trying to be biased, but I feel like if you look at if you look at everything as far as statistics. NFL numbers, where what those players got drafted, whatever stats you look at, those two thousand hurricanes match up and are and are and can compete in whatever whatever category you look at. That's that's fair. All that is definitely true. But as far as why my case for I guess the 08 Gators. The, the 2001 Hurricanes definitely kept the tradition alive as far as Miami Hurricanes and what the Miami Hurricanes standard was. But during that age of football, I feel like the 2001 Hurricanes 
definitely were the best at the same type of football everybody else played. Personally, I don't think it was too many different types of styles of football in 2001 compared to That's what I was thinking. Too. The OA Gators, when OA Gators kind of saw a different, really, truly kind of changed the way football truly was kind of played to an extent. Now, I'm not saying we just don't, as far as I think personally, the talent can't take over in the matchup, but I feel like the way the OA Gators could attack the 2001 Hurricane, I don't think it's always just going to be a completely, they would win every game in that matchup. So I'm not saying they couldn't go back and forth. But I just feel like the 0-1 Gators were the true epitome of the most talented team in the era of bully football. Personally, the Gators did it a different way. That's why I just can't say it's just going to be a complete landslide, even though y'all were so talented with the Hall of Famers, yada, yada, yada. That's why I can't say that. We, we helped change football. That's why I feel like it maybe may not be a landslide. And I give you that. I, I do feel like the, the 0-8 Gators are responsible for pioneering spread football within the SEC. Uh, and I think y'all made everybody adjust to that, and everybody wanted to run the spread offense after y'all were in the spread offense. But I also feel like, conversely, that worked in y'all's favor. I feel like because of that... But every, but that's what I'm saying. That was the point. Everybody was trying to play the bully football aspect. Y'all are going to play bully football. It's not going to be a different scheme that y'all are going to play. Randy Shannon's pretty much going to say play man, play man on football. And be a better athlete. Yeah, be the better, be the better athlete. That's, that's what I'm saying. But I, but I feel like at that point, we could do that because we had like there, there's no other team that had that many great superior athletes. That's what's like, up. We talk about in college. Well, at any game, point in time, like those, they, we could match up physically one on one with any team in college football history. I don't know if you're gonna do that completely in the, in the in the in the way OA gonna come at you though. I feel like you got to have to get a little versatile out here and just try to just think you're just going to blow this shit up. I feel like at some point, Aries going to make a play that's going to change everything. I'm not going to say we're not going to make a turnover, but I don't think I don't think we're going to completely the end of the game as soon as Aries makes that turnover. Because I look at, like, again, I look at I look at 9 Florida versus 9 Alabama. But in my X factor in that situation, I'm with you. One, we lost our play caller. And Dan Mullen, that's why I, I always debate the 08 Gators. I can easily say 08, 09 Gators. I can say the 09 Gators too, but they weren't the same team. We weren't the same team completely from the 08 Gators. We, hell, we only beat LSU. We put like 13 points on LSU that year in 09. Like, we weren't the same team offensively. Defensively, we just weren't. Well, defensively, we were lights out, but offensively, we weren't the same. It was the 08 Gators as far as Percy being the X factor and the play calling to which how we attack football teams. People hadn't seen it like that before. Yeah, and I think that was really one of the reasons why y'all were able to dominate the way that y'all dominate was because of nobody has seen that before. Granted, I'm not saying that's a that's a reason for that, but I'm saying I feel like at, at some point, like like I, I feel like I feel like I feel like even if you lose Dan Mullen, that was still Urban Myers offense. To an extent, but I feel like the pizzazz to it. I mean, even Urban Meyer kind of recreated the offense once he left for once he left for Ohio State. Like, I can't completely say it was a, the same principles, Mark. To say it was still the same type of like. But that's guess, because college football had caught up to the system. I, I, I feel you on that, but that's what Dan Mullen also did that too. Dan Mullen took the system down to Mississippi State and completely turned around Mississippi State. He yeah, less that. athletes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When Dan Muller had elite athletes on his offense, the shit was transcendent. You feel me? But that's why I say that. Like that group together with Dan Muller and the, the Mad Hatters on both sides of the ball, I think, you know what I'm saying, it's just uh, 
<laughs> I can't. I'm not gonna say y'all don't win that game. But I'm not I saying. Would, I would love. I would love to see that matchup. Yeah. Y'all play football the way y'all play football against the way we play football. Way we play football with the mentality of not getting intimidated by y'all. I don't think. Y'all I don't think we blow y'all out. That's I what I'm saying. That's I don't think we blow y'all out. I think we win 31-21. I think that's what the score is, or like 34-24. I think it's something like that. You know, I got to so see them about like 10 points. But that means y'all completely make adjustments in that second half besides being complete better athletes than the niggas on the other side of the ball. And I don't know if y'all do that. Was that Reggie? Who y'all had in safety, Lou? Um, nah, it was Major Wright and Amaya Black. But Amaya Black led the country in uh, picks that year with nine. And the Major wasn't enforcing. The Major, ooh. Major was a hell of a player, too. Now, I'm letting you know, as far as the star power, of course, y'all got the star power. I can't say my interior guys were stars. I can't say besides Brandon Spikes, it was that many stars around him. But as far as the collective unit, smothered. Like I can't say playing smash non football was just gonna beat us. Yeah, no, no, and that, and that's why I say I think at, at some point, like I, I just think at some point our depth of talent would trump the talent, the depth of talent that y'all have because we were literally like that was literally one of the few teams that was literally two D. Like a lot of teams have a two D. You, but you're not really too deep at certain positions. If somebody get hurt, you really fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you. At that point, we were literally too deep. If somebody got hurt, we could slide another superstar in at that position and not lose anything. You know what I'm saying? So that was that running back, receiver, safety, corner, linebacker, D-line, O-line. Somebody else who was ready to step up in that position, we weren't losing anything from any perspective, and we are still able to, like, execute from then and there. And, and, and really, like, if we don't lose to Ohio State, we go two straight years undefeated. If y'all do that, you know what I'm saying, regardless of the situation, maybe that's maybe the trumper. I guess, you know what I'm saying? Hell, we don't lose to Alabama. Obviously, we smashed the fuck out of Texas and we win a second championship. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's you can we can go either way. Y'all might have got there, but, you know, we lost to arguably one of the best teams ever in Alabama, let's be real, in that old nine years. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, even if, even if with, with that, like, Y'all still, granted, Ole Miss was good, but y'all still lost. Oh, you still lost to Ole Miss. Uh, I hear you. Like I said, I, I, I'm with you. It, it regardless, we still got to the championship game and still won the championship. So I, that's it. And, and hats off for that. That's what I'm saying. Like I just feel like at that, that point, that team was like that's that's lit. And I feel like every team, every championship team after that was built on that blueprint. That's what Alabama was built on. That's what y'all was built on was having a 2D roster of hyper talented athletes at every position. Like, I Did the Miami Hurricanes see a Heisman winner that year during during that year? Uh, I don't think so. Let me go look. I mean, y'all didn't see anybody else in the top ten until you got to the damn championship game. But you know, my, my, my Tigers beat seven ranked teams on the way. Uh, yeah, top, 10 Aaron Aaron Crouch, that, that, top 10 teams, that top 10 teams, you can say that top yeah, 10 teams. Aaron Crouch was the Heisman winner in Nebraska. But y'all didn't see him to the championship game. But we saw him. Man, you didn't see him to the championship. Like, the LSU saw, like, real top seven, 10 seven, seven teams in the top 10 rank. Who was the best player on the on Florida State team that year y'all played? Anquan. Oh, yeah, Anquan lets you do it all. Okay. Or... Or or you can go or you can go Greg uh uh um fullback name Greg um can't think his fucking last name. Greg Jones oh Greg, Greg Jones. Jones let's not act like Greg Jones is a bitch now nah. I ain't saying that at all hey, I'm not I'm not disrespecting that FSU team I'm honest I'm gonna be real with you I'm not disrespecting that FSU team yeah like you said. <laughs> 
Hey, Greg Jones got one of the best highlights ever, dog. Greg Jones dropped that helmet on the day. Yeah, he was a bully out there. That's not what we gonna do. Of course you can't keep doing that. We're not gonna keep doing that on y'all, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody tried a lot of I formation and maybe add an option every once in a while when y'all play them. Of course, Eric Cross ain't gonna go one on one with fucking John DeVilma. Who the fuck supposed to win that matchup? <laughs> we not fucking Eric Krause. He going yeah. Eric Krause, yeah. boy. But yeah, they had they had uh, PK Sam, Javon Walker, um, Anquan, and Aaron Jennings. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Hey, <laughs> I want to stop the team now. It's not, but that's not the only way it's fucking for the Gators. Or it's not. That's not it's even. Not, it's not. But I'm saying like that wasn't even. That's still a Anquan is better than anybody on Ole Miss's roster that year. Okay, we lost one, but we still won our championship game and got to the championship. Okay, we lost the game. I get it, but you know what I'm saying? We still got to the point where we still beat the argument of the number one team the whole year that year in the championship game. That's true. And beat them by 11. That's true. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying as far as the, the loss part of it. I'm not saying like y'all, y'all still took care of business. Okay. Uh, One people saying, hey, we're not losing okay, another I think, game. Oh, I think we got the loss. Why is 08 always brought up in the conversation as far as number one? Even though we have the loss out of all teams. Because Tebow won the Heisman, y'all won the national championship. When y'all so lost why, that game, why can't that be one of the teams? That hit? I don't understand why they just knocked them off. You just you're making sound we can't be up there. Period. I just don't understand why. No, 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 no. I'm no. I just meant as far as if, if those teams were to play head to head, that's why I think that we will win because if Ole Miss can beat y'all, I feel like we can beat y'all. And they caught us slipping. One, the only team that caught us slipping, we lost by less than six points. Y'all just gonna mud us off the river. Y'all can do it. Early. No, no y'all do it. Teams, 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 teams on that list. Florida State didn't lose a game. We didn't lose a game. Who's the, who's the other team? Who's Florida State fucking play besides Clemson? I mean, Auburn. And then they the played uh, the uh, Auburn team. That wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying? Auburn was definitely uh, – uh, I can't say they saw anybody defensively. Auburn was obviously an outscorer type of team. Auburn's mm-hmm. not – that championship team is not one of the better Auburn teams you're going to put up there as far as, you know what I'm saying, compared to the – Name a defender the on the team. Auburn team to come out in the last 20 name years? Name a defender on the team. Name a defender on the team. Thank you. They didn't see a defense. They got there because of the return kick they beat on Alabama, dog. True. Like, they, that's what I'm like. They beat Alabama during the heyday, though. They beat who? They beat Alabama during the heyday, though. Who? Auburn. Auburn? Oh, yeah, it was during Alabama heyday, though. It's a rival game, though. It was. I feel you, but I still not putting that out. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I don't, I can't tell you who was on that team. And then they beat Missouri, and then they beat Missouri in the SEC championship with Missouri. Missouri was, just got there, and I get it. But that was a really good Missouri there, team. That was that was honestly one of the best. It was great. That was a great Missouri team. In a while. It was not bad, you know. I, they it had a lot of NFL talent team. on that team. Coney Ely. You know, Dory it's, it's not, who should have been better. What was it's not a bad team? Missouri team, but what like I said, and then um, FSU saw one of the one of the worst SEC teams to get to a championship in a while. But I mean, Jameis was on some other shit, that and, and they, it was a perfect matchup for him. You know what I'm saying? Even then, he still had to do a last second fucking drive to win the game. And with you know Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin was on some on some other shit. Nah, this was up there. I'm, I still Auburn, think, you know Auburn, yeah, Auburn was up in that game too. 
They had to do a last. It was a last second drive. Well, last. Because they had that one second. What number five name was, Lou? For who? For uh, Auburn. Damn, what's his name? Five. Uh, Trey, no. Trey Marshall? No, that was 23. Nah, Trey, Trey number. Trey Mason, excuse me. He might have had number four. Yeah, Mason. Mason. Yeah, Mason. Uh, Trey Mason. Yeah. He was number two. Yeah, I thought he was yeah. number four. No, no, I'm thinking, about, I'm thinking about Marshall, the quarterback. Nick Marshall, yeah. Nick yeah. Marshall. But, Mason, but Mason, Mason was the difference in that game, that Florida State game. The reason why they got there, dog. Yeah. Mason was – he's tearing it out. tell you who the receiver was for fucking – who the receiver was for Auburn that year, dog? I can't call it. I can't call it. I mean, that – they ain't – It was Mason and Mason, dog. And the dress who used to catch the little, the little post routes. I forgot his 88. name. 88. Yeah, 88 with the dress. You talk about us for NFL niggas who goes after a championship team with NFL niggas. What the fuck did they do once they got to the NFL before the state team? What are we talking about? I mean, a lot of them was good, though. But, oh, we – so uh, a lot of guys on our team had a good little run, but we ain't shit, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, no I was just saying, like, a lot of they, – they did have a lot of NFL guys. Like, they did. They, and they, they went undefeated, and a lot of them went to the NFL to produce. <sighs> I feel like they did the same shit we did. They had a couple years and fizzled out. Like, Jameis, I mean, Jameis did what he did, but Jameis never hit the potential we're hoping for. Tell me fucking little girls – Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? J-Boy ain't never got no playoff win, dog. Oh, shit. Yeah, T-Bow yeah, did no, that. T-Bow got a playoff win. T-Bow got to see a lot of yeah. they got low-key. That's all I'm saying. We feel that way. As far as college teams, I'm telling you. We up there with y'all. I don't think it's just as far I've as... I've seen a lot of people talk about the... I don't know if it was 95 Nebraska or 97. That's who I got to watch. That was the 95. That's someone who beat us in the championship game. Yeah, a lot of people. The Tommy Frazier. That team. I was like, damn, I was surprised. Wait, Tommy Frazier? The, yeah. the running uh, the quarterback who, who killed us. He, he ran over my dog Fred Reary. Yeah, a lot of people like that. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, Nebraska was, you know what I'm saying? But I think y'all muddied Nebraska during them days. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all upheld that, you feel me? Y'all outbullied yeah. every bully during the bully area. Era, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was the most talented. I did with pure talent. I can't even say it was really innovation as far as offense or defense. Yeah. Well, no, I wasn't. We just that's what I'm saying. We just we just we just had more talent than any other. What y'all team. gonna do when there's some other talent across y'all that's gonna give it to y'all and not in just an eye formation way? No, but that's why I feel like there's ne- there will never be another team that has that much talent on one team. See, this feel like if you give it to them a different way and make them just be more than athletes, I feel like it has that much depth of talent. Like to where, okay, to where you we, give it to them a different way, you know. Yeah, two or, like like two or three guys at each position that can come in and and, and, and ball for you. Jeremy Shockey get hurt, here comes Kellen Winston. You know what I'm saying? When we get hurt, here comes Sean Taylor. Like <laughs> we didn't lose any. As long as you don't get intimidated. I feel like <laughs> intimidation didn't come into it. And then, you know, Aaron Reed, I feel like y'all intimidated Aaron Reed's fucking body. I don't want to hear no. 
I feel like y'all, all y'all did was intimidate every fucking body, though. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Every fucking All we gonna throw to Jeremy is probably a quick hitch, and hopefully he can break the tackle. You know what I'm saying? It makes us work, or maybe the play actually he right there in the scene, or the quick out route. It got have Florida boy. I gotta worry about if he's gonna get out athlete. I feel like y'all out after there, but I don't think y'all just out after. Y'all just gonna have to, you know what I'm saying, really draw some shit up and try to get us off y'all. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like at that point, we we, we can out athlete people because there will never be a connection of that many athletes on one team. Like we, right. we, I don't think y'all just out athlete us, though. <laughs> there so many first round draft picks on that team, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Aerie, for example, Aerie and Sean Taylor were both first-round draft picks. So. And I get it. Trust me, I know your whole Kevin roster. and Jeremy Shockey both. Like, I know the saying. whole 2001 roster at this point. I understand, my boy. I just can't say y'all would have just did it just playing Atlanta straight up, man. On so, football. Think y'all y'all scheme, you think y'all scheme would have did something for you like that? They would have. The coaches would have had to make some adjustments. Listen, their coaches would have had to make some adjustments in that second half. I don't think their coaches truly ever had to do that. Because why I had the most talented team. The ass in that first Especially pass. that era. Yeah, okay. Especially that era, of course, nigga. It ain't I mean, no white boys like, ready for this shit. Y'all that's, that's, that's why I look at Alabama and I see, like, that Alabama team in 09 was really. But we didn't uh, have Percy. Now, granted, we didn't have Percy the year before, truly. But, and again, I still think it's Dan Mullen. I think, truly, once we lost Dan, it was on Urban to call plays. It just wasn't the same. I feel like Dan was really the man had Nah, we ain't had Percy 09. Oh, okay. Damn. I think we lost Percy. I think we lost a couple officer line, to be honest with you. But and that's not an excuse. We still lost, but I just feel like the 09 year was the 08 year, excuse me, was the year we had everything just click to the point where it was it wasn't just gonna be man on football, just like it's like Bama. Yeah. Bama didn't have the same team 09, but they had to realize they had to open some shit up for that. That was Dick Saban's second year though. I mean, he had him number one the whole year, though. I feel you. I'm not saying that. You know what I'm saying? But most of the defense was saying they still had the Mark Barons. They still had Rolando. You know what I'm saying? The Javier Arenas. That defense. Yeah, still, oh, that the defense. Javier, they just asked the next year. Darius. Yeah. Like, the Javier. Yeah. Like, that year, they was dominating, bro. They was number one the whole year. Now, I'm not yeah. saying that was the best teams ever. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, hell, man, it was still number that, one. That was, that was when Bama really came on for their run. Like, they, they were playing bully ball. They was fucking yeah. niggas up. Straight eye formation, get that bitch to Glenn Coffin. Now, I'm not saying Glenn's the same thing as one of y'all. I'm not saying that. But well, Mark Ingram, though. Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram was a star running back on that. Not, oh, nah, I'm talking about the 08 year. I'm not, I'm not oh, saying Mark Ingram was the same as Glenn Coffin, but I'm saying as far as the philosophy. But they also opened up the offense 09. It wasn't just it wasn't just that. They started doing some different shit. Katarina had that kick, that kick return, punt return. They started doing some different shit on offense. Like that boy Greg McElroy started doing a little bit of different shit compared to what John Parker Wilson could do in 08. You know what I'm saying? John it took Parker some innovation. <laughs> it yeah. took some innovation. That's all I'm saying. It didn't took just line up on I formation and run the ball out. But they have, yeah, Alabama, Alabama, Alabama changed their ways a little bit. That's all. That's like, y'all, it was just, this shit don't work. Most likely Andre Johnson going to beat this nigga one-on-one, so it don't matter. So, you know what I'm saying? Just throw this bitch up. <laughs> oh, shit. And I can't say that was going to be the case with Joe Hayden and Joe oh, Norris in college, shit, though. Dude. I can't just say that was going to be the case with Joe Hayden and Joe Norris in college, though. You know what I'm saying? I can't just say that. In college, I feel you. 
But, oh, y'all had Jinx too? Yeah, oh. he was a freshman right there, but he was locked down the whole yeah, year. Yeah, but we all know who it would have been. But we all know who the guard is, Andre Johnson, at that point. We would have had Joe on that boy. I can't just say he's going to out-athlete him. Joe, Joe and Andre would have been a good matchup. That would have been a good matchup. Yeah. That would have been a hell of a matchup. Like, the, best, the real matchup, like you said, would have been the tight ends in the, in the middle of the field. That would have been y'all best. That's why I feel like shock. I feel like y'all. I feel like Major Wright didn't want none of shock in that. In I that. can't say that. I'm not going to say that, but maybe physics takes over and maybe it don't work out. Maybe physics take over and maybe it don't work out, but I ain't going to say Major and Ahmad didn't want no part now. I ain't going to say that. No, uh, yeah, I feel I feel like I feel like Amai maybe a little more so than Major. Like Major would have like, come up and run support though. Major coming up. Yeah, and run Major wanna, Major wanna hit down. you. Yeah, he wanna hit you. He was more of a run yeah, support. Amai was more in the corner. We probably put up a matchup with different situations. But yeah, and also Amai had nine picks that year, so I don't know if we're gonna keep throwing at three five like that. Yeah. That year. You know what I'm saying? Give me that year, Amai. It's just a, it's it's an interesting match. You know what I'm saying? I still think it goes either or with less less than ten points. I can't see the the, the more than ten points you see. I think it goes either way, less than ten points. Yeah. Y'all gonna have to hold Roscoe Parish. Somebody come out here and get crazy on us because they weren't gonna be your main boys. <laughs> yeah, I did have Roscoe line. Man, listen, I'm not naive. Hey, then we had a three headed monster running back. I'm not. Yeah, but it was going to take more than the stars. That's all I was going to say. 38 2 Ken Dorsey. You know what I'm saying? When Santana came out. Yeah. Santana was already in the lead by that point. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It was, it was, it was just Andre, really. Andre really yeah. dominated. Yeah, it was really. Because really, Andre really was a track guy. No, he was. Listen, he was a dog. No, facts. I'm not taking that. That, that, that turned into a receiver. You know what I'm saying? It's turned into a physical wow. receiver out there, too. Yeah, he turned but, into a receiver for real. Like, he was really a – he started off as a track guy that played football and then turned into, like, a dog at receiver. Like, this is another one I feel like is underrated. He going to get swept under the rug in these last 20 years? Oh, I no. Just, I, personally, he is, he is one of my top fives when I say in his last generation. You look, he got yeah, exactly. Dog. He's one of the top five in his nah, last generation. And at least, Andre was a dog. Another, another whip a corner ass in the middle of the field. Like Flex, though. Like, you're right. No, I forgot <laughs> all about that. <laughs> hey, he got on court to finish it. Don't get frustrated. Hey, I know, that's what I always get. That's why I get that for Don't get frustrated. Hit him with the uppercut. Listen. What? <laughs> that when Corlin started that first time, I just said, bro, don't get frustrated. I know I'm beating your ass out here, but don't get frustrated. So yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. I hope the next NCAA they might as well make a simulation where they create uh, the championship teams from the, from college. We might as well see if they can do that. So I would definitely have to pull out the OA games against 2001. Hey, hey, them boys definitely good. I, I definitely ain't discrediting that for them at all. Because it's definitely not going to be the speed factor. You know what I'm saying? Of course, y'all were the fastest team during that age, and that's definitely not going to be the factor against us. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And say it's just gonna be the bully aspect, you know what I'm saying? I can't say you dodges, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. I can go for that. Mike Kelsey was bullying a nigga in the league anyway. What? He come on, dog. You can't bully a bully. Where I'm from, the, where I'm from, the bullies get bullied. That's what my dog Zebo said. Come on, dog. Oh, shit. It's gonna be interesting. It'll be interesting. Oh, shit. So let's let's swing one more time before we end it. Who y'all think would have won, won the NBA Finals if, uh, if we did uh, finish it off? 
That battle for the LA would have been crazy. I think it's the winner out of that battle of LA, dog. Yeah. I can't call it though. I can't just say the Clippers or Lakers. I feel like it was the winner out of those two. What you think, Key? Well, who coming out the West? Well, who gonna win who, the championship? Well, I, the winner. Who think would have won the championship? I who would have won? I think. I think Kawhi would have got it together like he always do. You think he beat? Uh, what you think he beat the Lakers in? What the series is? I think they beat the Lakers. I'm gonna say. It's gonna go game seven, Clippers win. Who's I ain't gonna lie, I don't know if it goes seven. I don't think they go if it goes seven. I think Braun get it in seven. I think it goes seven. But I see I think Kawhi win it in seven. I think I think Kawhi boy gonna do his thing in seven. So Yeah. Okay, you say okay, you say if it goes seven, Kawhi supposed to take it in seven then. He's supposed yeah, to LeBron think, gotta get him I out think, of there. I think he LeBron kryptonite, dog. Ever since LeBron hit that shot on him in San Antonio. I don't know. That's like his second year, but yeah. Kawhi. That, ever since then, Kawhi been on his ass. Uh, it would have been him in Western College. Ran shot over Kawhi in Miami. I remember that shot. Ever since then, like Kawhi came back with vengeance. Dog, it's, he been killing them. Nah, that's, I definitely think. That's what I say. It definitely been one of them LA teams. So that's just too much with Kawhi and fucking PG and I, on the same I, team. I, I'm still skeptical of AD too, dog. He got to show it to me when it matters. You don't think he would have had help if LeBron? I think LeBron would help take that pressure off of him. I think he would have really just did his job. I think with the Pelicans, I think they asked him to be Braun in the playoffs, and that's not really his game. Yeah, dog. I thought he would have. He couldn't do it. I think I, I think the Lakers will win because of AD. I don't think they have they got some. Say that again, Key. Drew Holiday looked like their best player at times in the playoffs. Oh shit! Oh shit! That's true. I can definitely give you that. For real. Rondo, Rondo, and Drew was playing like they mind, dog. Nah, that's Rondo. Period. Though somehow Rondo getting the playoffs. Rondo looked a lot better. He did that for my Bulls. And you see what happened once he was oh, out. Yeah, once yeah, he yeah. got hurt, he was done for. Yeah, y'all might have. Y'all might have gave us the business, Lou. I think we probably get y'all, dog. You know what I'm saying? We probably sneak on y'all. At least that. That series. Hey, I was in total shock, dog. And I was just like, really he wrong. Came out y'all too old, boy. Yeah, that could have been ugly. If Rondo don't hurt his finger or whatever, that could have been ugly. Red boy, bird. What about yeah. the East, though? That East. Yo. I probably would have had to get to you. Uh, either it would have been out of the Celtics in, in Milwaukee, but I don't know. I think Giannis was playing. I think Giannis is in his in his, in his his window to the point where it's on him to fuck it up. And then he started to get the jump shot going too, though. Yeah. yeah. I think Giannis was just I on that. Like we, we was coming into what we could be. Like, we, be had <laughs> we had two different, like, Three different Celtic teams this season. Like you had the Kimbo and Kimba came always playing good. Then we started playing back. Then we started back playing good again. It was crazy. That's why I can't just go Celtic because y'all, I didn't know who the hell I was going to get. Yeah, you don't know what the hell you watching, dog. (laughs) I didn't know who y'all was going to get. 
I ain't gonna lie, Louis and D is like, you don't know what Celtics team you gonna get. I mean, yeah, hey. I, I think the Celtics could have came out the East. I think the only thing is how y'all would have responded to Milwaukee if it would have went to seven games. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, maybe Jason Tatum going that complete terrible. I also don't know if y'all got somebody who's going to check Giannis, dog, especially when Giannis just put that head down and then he fuck around and really started knocking down jump shots, dog. Oh, no. Giannis was starting to knock too many jump shots more than I started to see. I want to try, I want to try to guard him how we started guarding the with the immediate double team. But I think Giannis probably a little better passer right now. And then that it was more so the attacking too, though. Once he on the move, you know, Joel, you can yeah. do that when Joel trying to get to his spot. You feel me? Man, he trying to shoot on you. Trying to put that back to the basket. He got yeah. his top. Yeah, I think yeah. Joel is. A, I think I personally I don't like Joel because I think Joel is wasn't that good. And, and, and speaking of that, that leads me to my my last hot take of the night. Um, Dwight Howard is the best center of the last twenty years. This one might be he came along at the right time when, when the center position started dying. You can say that. I'll probably give it to him. Yeah, you can say that. And the lot is. But who was the centers in this? And Andrew Bynum never panned out. That's what I'm saying. Well, right. Andrew Bynum, Joel Embiid. Um, Don't give no one wasn't that skill, so you can't put Joel up there with him. Boogie, Boogie had the attitude. Boogie, Boogie statistically can do it, but Boogie never even got his team to the playoffs, so you can't do it. Yeah, yeah so you can't put him in that conversation. I was going to say, every, everybody will separate the white and like the, or the elite power forwards from the white. They could do more than what the white can do, I feel like. KG. Yeah. Like Duncan, they can play center or power for a position. Yeah, the only reason why I put Dwight in that conversation, even though I hate him for leaving my Magic, if when you look at how dominant he was for about those five years in Orlando, like he he led the league in rebounding and and blocks for about what four consecutive years. Yeah, and he won back to back play defensive player of the years. First player to do that since Ben Wallace had done that. Um, about about seven to ten years earlier. So I feel like in his prime and he was an MVP candidate. How many when was the last time we had a bit man that was an MVP candidate and that really Joe was Kim Noah, he was fourth that year, but of course his statistical is just it's just not gonna measure up. So but I can't he, say and, and even with Joe Kim Noah he still had Derrick Rose. No he didn't the year he did it Rose was gone. Well, well, that was the year after. I mean, I meant like oh nine, oh eight, oh nine. So as far as having like somebody else be a better type of all star. Oh yeah, and Joe Kim did a great job of it. I'm not, I'm not discrediting Joe. No, I see what you're saying. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but as far as like Dwight Howard at his peak, at at his peak was one of the most dominant centers we've ever. He was, he was. And and I saw an all star game recently, the 2011. These are the oh nine, oh nine, ten, eleven. I can't remember which year it was. But it was one. It was it was a it was a point in the game where Dwight Howard just took over. He got a block on defense. He got a dunk on offense. I'm sorry. He got a three pointer on offense. Came back with another block on defense, and then came back and shot another three on on offense. He missed it, but it showed like when he at his peak, he dominated both sides of the oh, court. Yeah. He did. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like, he was one of the forces that like Joel Embiid is good. Personally, I don't think he's all of that. I think he's a little bit overrated. He talks more than he plays, in my opinion. Um, What's wrong with Cat, like, man? 
Oh, I love Cat. I'm a huge Cat fan. But I'm saying, I what think, you think? I, I think what you think wrong with him? Like he, does, he doesn't get his team to the like playoffs. I think I think if he took his team to the playoffs, you couldn't say anything about Cat. And that's, that's why true. that's what Dwight did. Dwight took the magic from being like nobody's to like to the NBA Finals. You know, what I'm saying? Agree with I think. I think Cat should be better than what he is. I don't see yeah. why he he, he seems like he like he going downhill. Like he yeah, like he was better. Cat yeah, really, hundred percent. Is that Wiggins? Uh, well, Wiggins gone now. Nah. So yeah, Wiggins gone. He got D'Angelo Russell. Hopefully, it gets better. But I'm with you, Kevis. I love Cat. I'm a huge Cat fan. I, I think he's the most skilled center since Dwight Howard. As far as his pure natural ability. And it's really new age skill, though. He is he good. And his new age, he can really hit a three on your ass if you really do really That's what he got to handle. He can really yeah. do that, for real. Yeah, he got to so handle him. You're right. He does have a handle. So I feel like Cat is one of the people that's underrated compared to, like, Joel Embiid or Nikola Jokic. I like Jokic a lot, too. Yeah. Um, I don't that can be. Yeah, Jokic is probably closer than you see to the old school type of guys more so than yeah. He ain't the only, thing, only problem I got with Jokic is more defense, sliding his feet. I don't think he'll ever yeah, do that. It ain't gonna be blocks. Nah, it ain't gonna yeah. be that. And it's and it's his domination. I don't feel like Joel Embiid dominates on a night to night basis. Dwight Howard in his prime dominated you on a night to night basis. You cannot come in that whole bullshit against Dwight Howard yeah. on a night to night basis. He was gonna. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think it'd be another Dwight for well, I can't say that, man. The way these kids coming up now, it's always a new somebody. The big man yeah. dominance. I don't think it's gonna be another big man yeah. type of dominance. Yeah. That kind of that, that kind of player, the NBA kind of going away from that too. Yeah. But I, but but I, but I mean, even if like Rudy Gobert is still one defensive player of the year, right? But that's why I That's why I feel like that's the difference between like Rudy Gobert and Dwight Howard is. Dwight Howard still had off. Dwight Howard could still give you forty points on the, on the on the night where he was going. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he, he he put up forty on the Hawks twice in the seven game series. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he was. Yeah. Like, his I have my share of nightmares dealing with Dwight. Yeah, you feel me? Like at, at his peak, he was he was gonna bust your ass on offense, and he was gonna stop your he was gonna fuck up your whole everything when he was on defense, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was going to make you readjust your whole game plan when he was on defense because you couldn't come in a hole with just a layup or a dunk. Like, you, you had to – you had to think, oh, Dwight down there, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, I ain't coming there with anything. How he play in the finals versus the Lakers? Was that 0-9 or 0-8? No, 0-9. It was 0-9. It was 0-9 or 10. It was 0-9 through 10. And he played good, but Kobe, Kobe was just – we really didn't have nobody to guard Kobe. Michael Peaches tried, and I'm, and you know, I appreciate him for giving his all and his. <laughs> Peaches out there trying to do what he could do. You feel me? He tried. That was prime Kobe too, but that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, that ain't happening. Oh, L friends, man, boss. There ain't gonna be no another Dwight man. That type of big man. <laughs> Yeah, that, see, that's that's dead. We see a guy like Dwight in this new age. He gonna be the best in ever. Yeah, yeah. he was. Cause he only gonna have a real job if he's gonna be able to stretch the floor at this point. So that means you'll see a Dwight that can stretch the floor, and that'd be right. great. Yeah, and, I, and with, his, with, his, with the white yeah, dominance, he might. Dog, that's tough. Like that'd be crazy. Think about that. Yeah. He could that's play his game and still be a hell of a player in the league. Like you still got to deal with that. 
Yeah. And, and the way Dwight think, was developing that, he just never he never spent the time to like commit to that type of play. Yeah, he didn't have to. Like they didn't push him to do it. Right yeah, now, we push him we to see do it. everybody else shooting. He didn't feel like I gotta do it too. Like that's the next yeah. step. Because if you look at Dwight this past season, he really had a really effective role for the Lakers. Like he was one of their really better players on their team. Like he really made a difference on an impact on that team. And, and, and again, at his peak point, I feel like he was one of the best players we've ever seen at the center position to be able to dominate both ends of the floor consistently. Um, over the last 20 years, I feel like we, we haven't seen a center that dominant on both ends of the floor in the last few years. Yeah, I was, used to him like the last, last I was used to him like the last couple of years when he was on the lazy trip. Yeah. The last yeah, time we exactly. played them in LA, this this season, I was like, Dwight need to calm y'all ass down, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight was getting chased down blocks. Had to look at Curry. Yeah, no, Dwight was playing motivated this year. Yeah, Dwight was playing motivated. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like with the Hawks, with the Hornets, he wasn't really motivated. Because if he you think about it, like, he really fucked up leaving the Magic. If he never leaves the Magic, we may rebuild around him. But him leaving, going to the Lakers, he was there for one year. Went to the Rockets, he was there for one, what, one or two years. Left the Rockets, yeah. he went to the Hawks. Had or, for, you know, Hawks, then the Hornets, you know, so he kept bouncing around. He never was there. I think he really didn't even team. care about basketball for a couple of years. No, At all. I, I agree. Keith is 100%. He had so much money, it's like, he felt like a lot of people in the NBA just don't like the white, too. Even before yeah, exactly. he came out with his little situation, they didn't like him. Exactly. Yeah, definitely can't see what he do. Exactly. Yeah, but Dwight, dog, talent-wise, athleticism, that's another, like, you could put him in that elite, like, how LeBron, I ain't going to say he, of course, he ain't on LeBron level, but he one of the elite freaks that we done had in the NBA. Oh, yeah. Exactly. exactly. That's good. Yeah. And then it was in the whole slug. Like, he, he, he ain't going to that rim with Dwight down there. You, gotta you ain't going to, to that <laughs> You ain't going to that rim. I feel like that was part of the reason Derrick Rose had to have a floater was because of Dwight Howard. <laughs> you, you couldn't. Rondo like, had to go up and pass that motherfucker trying to get him up. <laughs> try to wrap it around him. <laughs> yeah. You got to try to do everything to score Dwight. You feel me? Had KG stretching the flow. Yeah, to try to. Yeah. The way to score. Agreed. Definitely had to get some shit over Dwight, though. Those were the days playing. Man, we got to talk about the um the best NBA championship team. We do. We That's do. tough, though. That's the topic yeah, we, we got to get on. We do. The best like, and the teams like, that didn't win the championship. The OA Celtics, the Warriors, when they run, the Miami Heat. Ooh. It's some good. We'll, we'll say that for that. We'll say that. For yeah, that. I gotta say. Gonna say oh, Lou, I see Lou. What about? I gotta ask you one more, Lou. If Derrick Rose don't get hurt, does does he get a ring? Yes, I think the cause. But I think with Derrick Rose staying the way he is. I think the growth in his game also comes because we'll probably add more players. And I think if Derrick Rose stay healthy enough to play with Jimmy Butler, and then maybe you add in the possibility of you changing your big man around and stuff like that, I think he gets this up and he does get to that ring. So he'll obviously Braun maybe still ends up leaving eventually. And I think we get to that East. I don't think Giannis takes over the East completely if Rose still does. 
Yeah. That was that was good. That was the Lamar Jackson of basketball, D. Yeah, he was. was Lamar Jackson of basketball. The 22 years old, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose at that point was definitely something we had never seen before. Like John Wall said, he said we had never seen a player that athletic with with, with such a great floater. Yeah. He had such a great floater that that was also that was as well. And the jumper was coming. The jumper was coming. coming. He was very clutch already. He actually could hit that jumper, but that bit was getting consistent. He could. It was. Yeah, John Wall. John Wall gave him a lot of praises on, on their uh, on the podcast he did with uh, with uh, Matt Barnes and Steve Jackson. He changed the, he changed the point guard position. One hundred percent. Rose went down. No, it, it was Rose who changed the shit. You needed an athlete at point guard after Derrick. Mm-hmm. Everybody was trying to because Russell out. Russell came, but it was after Rose though. After Rose doing his. So really, was it John Wall first or was no John came after Rose? Yeah, John came after Rose, right? Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, no, I think he came before Rose, didn't he? He played with Demarcus and now because oh four, nah, I think it was Rose. No. What wall came? Oh, what? Uh, Rose came in. Oh, oh. seven. Because wall he came might in have been, Wall Joe might Kim. have been oh eight, I think. Oh eight or oh nine. Yeah, because he came in after Joe Kim. Because Joe Kim was he came yeah. in. Oh, I think it was oh eight when Rose came in. I think it was twenty ten when John Wall came in. Be honest with you. Two thousand eight, no, two thousand nine. One of those. Oh, Wall, I think Finals and we lost to the Heat. I think all the Heat haters is rooting for y'all, Lou. Cause y'all is a team that can get 
And that was the one we got under the skin. Yeah, because they couldn't yeah. compensate the rules. Y'all was the only yeah. team that could get down and dirty with them. Yeah. yeah. Noah ain't like them. Noah said, what's so good about what he said? What's no, so good? Said what's he so said good about uh, Cleveland? Cleveland, oh, yeah. He yeah. yeah. ain't like LeBron since Cleveland. He's like, that's nothing. I never heard nobody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> He did hey, Joe Kim, I said, Joe Kim had that attitude, dog. That's why I was good too. Joe Kim ain't care at all. He did. Yeah. Joe Kim, Kim blew all, no all Rose, Pirate. All them boys was playing. Brewer, Corey and they got Brewer. think about that Rose did that shit with that type of supporting cast, bro. Yeah, yeah. Sixty-two wins. Sixty-two had, wins. Had, that supporting had, cast. Bro. That's why I said Rose was different, bro. He was. He was. I definitely gotta give you that. A Rose, 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 right up there with that, with that Penny Hardaway, Tracy McGrady, like definitely. That, that, that what if, if they never got hurt, the they definitely would have won a ring. Definitely. He tried to be the low of the Celtics team. Yeah, for real, for real. young Rose too. Yeah. We'll wrap that up, man. We'll end, end right there with Rose for the first episode of A Real Talk with the Boys, man. I appreciate everybody. Yeah. Real Talk with the Boys. It's your I boy, man. Thank y'all for watching. We'll be back next Saturday with more topics, you know what I'm saying, to get it in. First episode, three hours. So, you know, we got plenty of content coming for y'all. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, subscribe, all of that. In the, leave us some comments. Let us know, whatever, man. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Yep. Yes, sir. All right, y'all, boys. All right, y'all. Y'all, boys, be safe. All right, now. All right.